poll from last week, which GL should you farm first? Mm-hmm. It was a tie mm-hmm. between SLKR and Executor. Brilliant. Uh, Java old was, school train of thoughts right there. Jabba was yeah. barely behind. And in last place, that only got one vote was Ray. Whose vote was that? It was, Who voted that? It was literally <laughs> me. You know what? I just want to point out one thing, though. Venom said it's going to take about a year for people to catch up to this I, thought process. I was only kidding. He's ahead of it. I was shit. only kidding when I said it was you who voted it. It actually was. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's the only one that thinks he's right. Yeah. Uh, Technically, Ray won because I was the first vote. So Ray was 100%. And if we just stopped the count right there. Is that how voting works? <laughs> I, <laughs> I had no idea. This is new to me. It was miraculous. Yeah. We just stop it whenever we're winning. Yeah, so SLKR and Executor won, but I think there may have been some election rigging. Oh, here we fucking go again. Galaxy of Zeros, where four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes account. We only care about two things, helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice and mocking the ever-growing backpack Yoda culture. Welcome to another episode of Galaxy of Zeros, the very best. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Galaxy of Heroes podcast <laughs> for early and mid game players. Oh, I, I like that little spin on it. That, that was, was good. <laughs> on today's show, we are talking best teams to farm first. We have bottom of the backpack, everyone's favorite segment, and the definitive, the exclusive, the long awaited top 10 hottest characters of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes by. Menalius? Menalius? That guy. Yeah. I don't even remember. We, we ran out of time last week. We got it this week, though. It's on the agenda, and we are going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna get there. In, in, Underlined in, with two exclamation points. Oh, man. I'm excited. I've waited you know, an extra two weeks for this. Here we go. Well, I hope, I hope we can nail that intro in one take next week. Like, maybe if there was, like, an agenda printed right in front of us or something, <laughs> that would help. <laughs> Everything else was written out but the intro, apparently. This was only the second take. I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we don't waste any more time. Let's go into introductions. So, Scurvy, uh, well, your name is Scurvy. But what are you excited about? What's your 30-second what's your soapbox? So, <laughs> I'm Scurvy, officer of Ilum in the Senate Alliance, and uh, I am most um, excited about potentially unlocking Trench uh, next month. So I won't quite get them in the three months that you do if you get all the red crates and buy the con- conquest pass, but I should get him in the fourth month. So he's sh- he's looking to be a pretty strong character. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm excited about Trench too, even though Conquest has made me want to pull my fucking hair out this season. Um, but wait a minute, I liked it earlier on, but then they took away all the stuff that made it like a little more reasonable for me. I was gonna say because I think in episode one you said you were excited about this conquest and you were having lots of fun. What happened? Well, they changed a, a, a few cheese things, which, you know, fuck you. You, you put it in, leave it there for three months. Why you got to change it? Like, it, it was already there. It's like, it's, I don't know. That's my bitch. Maybe I'm wrong. 
But also, anytime you play a, a game mode and you put in JML versus Phoenix and Sabine takes 2,000 <laughs> shots and fucking kills JML and you just watch it for like three minutes. It's a pow, 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 pow. This is the most infuriating thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I... I, I would rather watch Candorous shoot. It's like she's mixed with Candorous. I don't know what's happening. Um, so <laughs> I spent all morning infuriated by that happening every other time I fought Phoenix to do some stupid feat. But anyway, I digress. I'm Manalius. <laughs> Wait, you never said your name? Yep, no, I maybe did. I don't know. Ranted first. <laughs> I ranted first. Anyway, I'm pretty excited about this, uh, just this podcast in general. It's, uh, it's you know, we got listeners all over, and um, it's 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 cool too that it's getting uh, getting uh, positive. What is it? what's the word I'm looking for here? Feedback. Positive. Good vibes. Yeah, good vibes, man. Uh, so I'm just really happy that people are enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying making it, and. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, little teaser. We're going to have a way for listeners to get a roster review from us in a bonus episode. So stay tuned to the very end of this episode to find out how. Yeah, yeah. If you're ready for four unqualified nobodies to review you. Who don't know how to read character kits. When you run <laughs> so... content, you do roster reviews. Oh, he has Jabba. That must be good, I think. I mean, he is good, but I don't know how to play him. I knew Menelius' uh, 30-second soapbox wasn't going to be 30 seconds, but right. that's okay. Uh, I'm Fierce. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a little sick today. Uh, hanging out, hanging in there. Um, I, I actually don't have very much, very many uh, original thoughts to give you. I'm also excited about the podcast. I'm excited about all the discussion that it has created and kind of some of the in, inside joke memes about phoenix and all that stuff that are just like circling around the uh, the uh, senate now um i'm also I, I can't say that i'm excited about conquest because that's just like an oxymoron but um <laughs> i am excited that i finally am completing normal conquest on my third account <laughs> i have put it <laughs> off for so long, I just refused to play it, basically, and I was just like, I don't want to have to do this a third time. I hate it, and I don't want to have anything to do with it, but uh, on my on my 5 million account, I finally just uh, beat Normal Conquest and ground through it, and I'm so over Conquest, so I have a hard time saying I'm excited about it, but uh, I am excited to be past that part of Conquest, so. Yeah, yeah once you get the hard, you never look nightmare. back. Oh two God, conquests yeah. is rough, but three would be an absolute Yeah, grime. I, I can't even do two. I don't know how you do three. That's just mind-blowing to me. I can do two. I have no problem with it. But yeah, the third one is just too much for me. When I did it for like five months, I was like, okay, well, I, I'm not having fun. Even now on the two, I really only push on one account. The other account just kind of plays when I want to play it, and I don't really do refreshes. Yeah, I plan. I plan to just get the first chest on two of the accounts, probably moving yeah. forward. Mm, I give my all to both right now, but the second one is just got into hard mode, so it's not gonna push that far because I don't have a lot of teams, so it's not as stressful. But as long as I keep on building the right teams, I think it'll. I'll, I'll be able to keep pushing on both of them. I am Darth Venom. I'm kind of excited just about the vibes in the community in general because we're coming up on the time last year where datacrons got announced and there was like probably i don't know what do you what would you say like six months of just 
bad vibes of just people mm. hating on the game and it was always just like negative energy and toxic Quitting energy. The game. Yeah, a lot of people quit and then came back. Some people didn't yeah, come I mean, back. People are just angry and, and, and throwing a tantrum about oh it's a money grab. The whole goddamn game's a money grab. Yeah, um, I mean, you don't play you don't play this game thinking it's not a money grab. And like yeah, datacrons can be frustrating and annoying, but like I mean, they're here. You can you can play or not. I don't think they had near the impact, negative impact that a lot of people thought. Now, I mean, when you talked about like the Lord Vader Cron from a while back, that was pretty uh, pretty rough. But I think they've maybe figured out the formula where the Datacrons are giving boosts to certain factions, but they're not like overpowering factions. I don't know. I, we don't really interact with them a lot in Ilum or Narshada, so uh, I would say we're kind of ignorant in that for the most part. Um, y'all might y'all might. Y'all might interact with them a little bit on y'all's big accounts in Kyber, but yeah. even in Erodium, they don't really they don't really come into play that much. Maybe we'll have a whole episode where we talk about it. Yeah, we should. Ooh, That'd yeah. be a good one. Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad it's it's mostly good vibes. People are looking forward to like the raid changes and to all the stuff coming out this summer. Um, Calcastus journey and probably a Sith capital ship. Just cool stuff coming out and uh, you know happy times all around. Okay, I think we have to actually get into the topic now. We're talking best teams to farm first, but we got a couple questions that I think sort of lead into it. Scurvy, if you want to jump into that. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we did get a few questions from some Senate members today. Um, the first question, and probably the deepest question, was from Darth Primus. And his question was, uh, where do you derive value when choosing what to invest in? Wait, wait, wait. Is this from Darth Primus, also known as Trash? Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. uh, yes, yes. So he's also wants to know why he's Trash, but it's the that's a deeper question <laughs> that has to be discussed. Maybe in a whole episode of why he's Trash, because that's a long, long list of things. Wow. Um, You're just gonna <laughs> shit on our listeners like that? Okay. No, no, he'll love it. Um, Vin, do you know what derived <laughs> means, or do we need to explain that to you? Derived. Damn. I know what derived means. Like when you derive yourself to the store to get more Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> was that planned to you two? That felt planned. Oh no, we don't plan planned. anything. What are you talking about? That was about? not planned at all. <laughs> we we started late because we weren't planning anything. <laughs> That's all right. right. So anyway, my my answer to that question, I think we're all going to answer it like a little bit individually. Um, is at, I feel like at the start of the game, it's kind of like a mad rush to be relevant, right? So, like, how do I start winning uh, fleet battles? How do I start winning GACs? All those things. Like, what can I do to get myself relevant as quickly as possible? So, I, th I think part of it is um, looking at, like, the cost, the, the time and investment that a unit or a team is going to cost you. I think you look at things like, is this, uh, this is one of our favorite terms, is this uh, team going to punch up, so to speak? <laughs> punch up. Um, yeah. And then also, like, um, are these things that I'm farming going to be prerequisites for other better teams? And how many different game modes is this team going to help me in? Those are kind of like the four things that I'm looking at. You want to just get the stuff out. I think that is going to have the most immediate impact. And then you can kind of build on it from there. That's that's my take on it. I think mine is as simple as your high investment teams or, or ships or whatever. They should be units or journeys that are going to be relevant for like the entire duration of the game. 
and then coupled with like low investment teams that as he said punch up low investment <laughs> teams that are easy to acquire from like different shops and stuff like that that are going to give you a a solid team for very little input so it's like a large return on investment combined with your solid investments are teams that are going to be around forever right and i think um how you find value in these teams is kind of like you said it, you know it, it's going to last for a long time but it's also going to work in multiple areas and it's there's things that are going to be useful in not just one mode but multiple modes and there are teams that right now they do good in even like raids but we don't you know we don't know where the raids are going to go but some of them will be useful for the next raid you know like JKR team maybe or or whatever we're going to talk about um and if you find you, I think y'all both said it better uh pretty much covered it completely is uh just they have value overall and low investment so i think um I have kind of two two schools of thought. I had this. I have the school of thought that I took when I first started the game, and then the school of thought that I've developed since then. So early on, when I first started the game, um, and I joined Ilum, all I wanted to do, and it's very like basic and seems almost childish at this point. I just wanted a relic character. I just wanted because that was kind of like the gate to feeling like your account was actually growing was getting like your first relic character. They so look so honestly, cool. Like, it was. Right. I mean, that was like, I wanted the cool blue thing around my, my yeah. Rex and the red thing around my or my Vader. And, um, so at early on in the game, I just wanted a character that I could like say, I'm done with this character. Like I can, right. I no longer have to do anything with this character except for maybe update his mods. Um, One of the characters I can believe in now. Right. So obviously that that school of thought doesn't really get you anywhere other than you get relic characters. Um, but I think early on you kind of have to take an account of what the game, what the different game modes are, which ones you enjoy the most, which ones you want to invest more time in. I mean, eventually as your account grows, you'll be able to invest time in all the game modes. But you want to figure out where, what game modes are going to benefit your account the most. Currently, those are fleet arena and GAC. Those are going to benefit your account the most because that's where all your crystal income is. So building teams early on that are going to get you crystals in those two game modes, I think has got to be one of the, the forefront thoughts in your mind when you're building your account early on. Yeah. And, and I think even though it's saying, you know, like you're focusing kind of selfishly that way, it, it helps you build your account so you can be better for your guild and you can move on to things that will be helpful to your guild after you establish your account in a, in a good way. Obviously, some of the things we would recommend you do early on will build to be helpful for the guild later. But like Scurvy said, if you're focusing on like GAC and, and your fleet, that's that's on you. But it also is beneficial when it overlaps with the guild stuff, like Geos. It's going to help you in multiple modes, um, literally three modes. You know, So there's a lot of teams that are going to be like that that have overlap. Yeah, 100%. Next. All right, so that's that's the only question that we're going to actually address right now. We wanted to address that one first because it kind of relates to the next section, which is what should the first teams that you farm be? And we, we kind of wanted to give you some insight into why we're picking some of the teams that we're picking. Um, we do have three other questions that we are going to answer after the next segment. So we're going to kind of put that on pause for now and answer a few more questions after we do this next segment. Oh, did I not include the listener questions in the intro rundown? 
I don't think you did. Do you guys want to just start over and we can no, go do that again? <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> so anyway, let's try that again. Take two, three, four. What are we Take on? Nine? Welcome to Take another episode. Fuck! <laughs> so, so we're going to kind of do... Uh, so doing a farm guide, um, I think typically a lot of them are done, you know, like on a webpage or in a YouTube video or something. <laughs> to do a farming guide over a podcast has presented some challenges for us. So we're going to kind of do it in a way that makes sense. First off, we have a really nice looking uh, spreadsheet that we put together with all the different farms where you get them. They're even color coded. Um, we are trying to find a way to make those types of things like in files like accessible to our viewers um or i guess our our listeners <laughs> um <laughs> and uh i don't know how we're gonna do that yet um I, I think well we have we have some ideas but more to come on that but um i think the way that we're gonna go about this is by just kind of talking about the different teams that we want to build and how we get there and we're going to talk about eight different teams that we think you should build at the start um, we're not exactly sure how long it's going to take you to get all of them. We were thinking like it's potentially like nine months or so. Um, so this is a, a pretty um, kind of a little bit of a drawn out thing. But uh, I think the first team that we want to talk about, and this should be no surprise because uh, in one of our previous uh, podcasts, we talked about some of the, I guess, characters that unlock at certain levels. And we talked about a lot of the characters that lead you to... Uh, Jedi Knight Ravon uh, <laughs> as our first our, our first uh, topic of conversation and um, I, I um, think and and before we get into that I want I, I think we should also preface this by saying this is with expecting you to hyperdrive like this is post hyperdrive right so you've already hyperdrive we're not talking about anything before that it, it doesn't have to be you to gear your Jedi you can Ravon still team. you can still farm these characters. Um, even if you're not hyperdriving, like it, okay. it doesn't okay. necessarily mean you have to hyperdrive. Obviously, that that speeds up the process. And and actually, that to 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 put it into perspective, like you said, a lot of these decisions were made based on what characters are you going to get to five star off of the hyperdrive. So in in mm -hmm. some cases, there are characters here that maybe you'll farm a little bit different if you're not hyperdriving because you didn't get a free five star out of it. So yeah. You're you're right. That that is a good point. So I think I think for the sake of our guide, because we are, there's a few things that we do expect, is that if you hyperdrive, you can still do it, but it would be a little longer, a little more difficult. Might you know nine months is probably not going to happen if you don't hyperdrive. Oh, hundred percent not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. That's just wanted to clarify that. Um, but continue, sir. So JKR, one of the reasons why they're first on our list is because. Um, kind of like we were talking about earlier when we talk about like what things are important to us. Um, it's a maximum output, minimum effort kind of situation. Um, unlocking JKR in terms of journeys, are, uh, as far as journeys are concerned, is a pretty low effort unlock. Um, you know, we're, you're, you're going to have to get Bastila, Jolie, Mission, Zalbar, and T3M4. Mm -hmm. um, and, and some of those characters, like we talked about in one of our previous podcasts, you have to like zero all you literally all you have to do is get them to seven stars and you never have to touch them again so like yep. that's really nice level to be able one to not have to gear those <laughs> um in fact if i recall i think bastila and jolie are the only ones you even have to gear correct yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're they're good so it's gear not like you have to gear and it was like damn i had to gear them it's like i geared them and i'm glad i did and I think yeah, and also to, like, their the part... bare minimum to unlock them was like or to unlock him i think i did it when they were gear 11 
So you had to have two characters at gear 11, and the rest could be gear 1. And just take them Remarkable. to gear 12, because you're going to want them... You know, well, right, I'm just saying like that, that's yeah. how easy the right. event is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but the nice thing about them is that those two characters you're going to use in the JKR team. So mm-hmm. yep. um, it just works out really well. It's just a good synergy. So you get all those characters unlocked. Um, there There's two of them are unlocked in light side. Um, two of them are unlocked in dark side. And one of them's unlocked in cantina. So you can kind of be farming them all sort of at the same time. Um, once you unlock them, you get JKR. And he's a solid early game team that you can get unlocked pretty quickly um we're looking at his eventual team uh will be jkr bastila and jolie like we've talked about um and then honestly like the next um thing you'd probably want to throw in there is grandmaster yoda and then probably just like jka or something uh jedi jedi knight anakin you throw those five together that's a team that's going to do really well in raids it's going to do well in GAC, it's going to do well in squad arena. It's just kind of a really well-rounded, solid team with very little investment. You'll see a lot of them in your squad arena um, yep. early on because of this. They are they're strong. They're easy to get early, and you'll be facing Bastila leads for a long time in squad arena, and then all of a sudden you're facing JKR leads because that's the exact transition that happens. Yeah, the, um, the... really strong team. The cool thing about that team, too, is that last spot is really flexible. Um, you can throw Mace in there. You can throw Old Ben in there. I mean, really, you can throw anything in there when you're pretty early on on an account. Um, once you get Hoda, eventually, you can throw Hoda on there. He's really good on that team. Um, so it's it's really flexible in, in what you can use. Because eventually, you're going to have a Padme team, and you're going to have your you're gonna have to figure out how you're splitting your Jedi. But Yeah, and gonna... you mentioned Grandmaster Yoda and... Part of what you're building here, Bastila and, and Jolie help to unlock him because you need five Jedi. So that's, you know, it's another overlap with something else. And some of these pieces are going to be key pieces for your Jedi Master Luke team eventually as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll see early on that um, you really have two two different types of accounts. You're going to have an account that's going to go Jedi Knight Revan, and then you're going to have an account that's going to go Darth Revan. So Darth Revan overall was... From what from what I've read, and I, I think a lot of people can probably confirm this, Darth Revan was literally put in the game to counter Jedi Knight Revan. So this was before my time playing the game, but Jedi Knight Revan came out and he basically changed how the game played because he was a character that was all about speed. He could hit really hard. His team was really good. So they put mm-hmm. Darth Revan in the game just specifically to counter Jedi Knight Revan. The problem with Darth Revan is his team really only comes together whenever you unlock Malak. And Malak is a get one character, and that's a long farm. So, and you need Jedi Knight Revan for that anyway. And you need, yeah, correct. So getting Jedi Knight Revan early on not only gives you a solid, really solid team in pretty much any game mode, raids, GAC, Territory Wars, um, but all the pieces that you build towards the Jedi Knight Revan squad fit in other places. Like we said, Jedi Knight Master Luke, um, Jedi Knight Anakin can eventually goes with like oh Qui Gon and stuff like that. So I mean, you there, the, I went Jedi Knight Revan first as my first main legendary, and I don't regret it at all. If I started another account today, I would do it the same way. Yeah, it's cool too because it it's one of those characters and teams that sort of grows with your roster. Like once you mm-hmm. get into the mid game, like now I if I'm taking like JML on offense, I have all these different like tools I can play with depending on depending on the opponent's defense. So right. if I have to put Revan with, uh, or I'm sorry, Jedi Knight Ravon, if I have to put him mm. 
yeah, yeah. PI. Yeah, PI. If I have to put Ravon with uh, with JML, then and you know Jedi Knight Luke, then I do that. If I can split it off and make two different teams, um, yeah, you can make that uh, a team to counter SLKR depending on you know the. the the squad and datacrons and blah blah blah. Yeah, so yeah I mean the it, biggest thing about JKR is he's got that death mark, which avoids taunts, and that helps a lot of counters. You know, I, I that's why I need him. And he's also the, <laughs> you he's also, don't have him. <laughs> nope. He's also he's the, on the character list. that introduces you to the savior mechanic. Um, um, but he so that that was always a cool thing. I remember when I first unlocked it, I didn't know what it did because I didn't really read the kit, but I've got into a, I got into a, yeah, I got surprise, into a surprise. We don't My read Grandmaster kits here. Yoda got read gunned kits. down immediately, and then he just revived. And, I, and that was my introduction to the savior mechanic, and I was like, that's the that was by far at that time the coolest mechanic in the game to me. I like that. It's also yeah. pretty cool having, <laughs> he has so many cool mechanics too. He has the mark mechanic where you can like death mark someone basically. Um, he has the savior mechanic. He has immune to stun and immune to ability block. Like he just has, he's just got a really good kit overall. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a full team cleanse. He can pass turn. Um, he's got yeah. He's got a a kit that he's is got a mass assist. Yeah, he. I mean, yep. he's got his kit is a very very good kit that you'll his see kit's... emulated throughout other teams' kits. He shares his stats kit's so too. good. Yeah, his kit's so good that, like Venom said, he, he has value early and later because he doesn't go away. He evolves on your account. Um, Wait, it, it's... do you not have uh, Jedi Knight Ravon on your account with JML? He's seven star. He's just like you <laughs> nine. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I listen. I do other things. I do other things with my JML. What what oh. team do you even put with JML? <laughs> So it depends on what I'm facing, but you know sometimes JML will go solo to like do like a Oquagon team that I'm facing or something. Um, but I'll take JML, JKL, Hoda, and then Old Ben and Barris because they're both five uh, Relic Five. Or I'll take Shock T with them sometimes because instead of Shock T, you uh, or instead of Jedi Knight Ravon, Shock T can be there for cleanses. So it's still I don't get the death mark, but I still get the cleanses, which is another thing Jedi Knight Ravon does is he he has cleanses. <laughs> yeah, all right. Barris so, is really good. So yeah. the other thing that kind of bears mentioning about this, and uh, we were talking about Grandmaster Yoda, is you need five Jedi to unlock Grandmaster Yoda. Um, it de- depends kind of what order you want to do it. Grandmaster Yoda is is probably an earlier unlock, um, in which case you can still use Bastila, Jolie, JKA, and then you got to kind of fill with two others. Um, probably Ahsoka since she's one of the characters you start with and then maybe like old Ben. Um, but, but those are kind of like up to, up to your preference. Like what other two Jedi you want to throw in there? To they show up in Bronzeans a lot too. I actually think this, I guess this is a good place to talk about it. I actually think Ahsoka should probably be your first seven star character just cause she's in, I think she's in Cantina, right? She's in one of the shops that you have tons of currency for early on. Um, oh. and you cannot do heroic raids until you have a seven star character. So Ahsoka's a great pick to just spam that up to seven stars as soon as possible and get into heroic raids. Assuming yeah, you have a like guild she... doing it. Yeah, yeah and she's like... not great for this team. She's not really good until you start you're doing like Galactic Republic, but mm-hmm. she's still a good filler for that team. Yeah. Let's go on to the next one, um, which uh, should be also no surprise, which is Geos. Um, 
There's mm-hmm. five of them. There's no variants here, right? There's only five so far. Um, yep. You, fi- you farm all five of them. Uh, there's one on light side. There's uh, three in Cantina. And then I think Sunfac is like Fleet Store, Guild Store, something like that. So yeah. it definitely is going to be a big part of your Cantina farm at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be spending a ton of Cantina energy getting these people up. On top of that, it kind of bears mentioning that there are um, three ships you're also going to want to farm, which are uh, Light Side, Fleet, and Guild Wars Store or Fleet Store. So you're going to be spending a good amount of your resources at the in the early game on on those five uh, Geonosians. Um, you're going to want to get Vulture Droid and Hyena Bomber as well um, to go with that kind of what starts out as a Tarkin fleet and eventually turns into a Malevolence fleet. That's that's what we're recommending. Um, you've heard us say it a, a ton of times already, probably. We think that's the easiest and kind of best starting fleet to go with. Um, um, with the hyena bomber, do you, I think you can even hold off on that a little bit if you had to like focus that energy to something else for now, um, because it it is absolutely necessary for the malevolence fleet. But um, while you're growing up with houndstooth and the geos and vulture droid, if you are feeling like you're you know kind of spread thin with your energy and hyena bomber just isn't in the cards at the moment, you can wait on that a little bit. But no matter what, every ship takes six months with no refreshes. So just you know, plan your plan your stuff accordingly. And you um, want to have the high hyena bomber ready by the time you get malevolence, because he's a very yes. pivotal part of the malevolence fleet. So that brings up a good question. Like in in your early first you know early game fleet, would you rather have Houndstooth over hyena bomber? Yeah. I would. Yeah, for sure. So just would. I like the cleanse that he has on his basic. He cleanses himself, which I mean everybody's trying to kill him as fast as possible, put debuffs on him. So he has like a self-cleanse every time he, um, every time he basics and his breach mechanic is pretty good. So, well, my thing is, is that with, um, the fleet nodes, it seems impossible without houndstooth on some of them early on. And you get stuck wasting fleet energy, trying to beat nodes because you don't unlock all the fleet nodes. Five E is five, a nightmare from hell, e. <laughs> and I never was able to do it until I got Houndstooth. And yeah. like, I, I maybe maybe a hyena bomber does the same thing as Houndstooth in that situation. I don't know, um, but I think Houndstooth is going to help a lot more in the in just getting the fleet nodes three starred. Houndstooth yeah. is better in that regard because I actually did this on my Narshada account. I did the refresh on hyena bomber before Houndstooth. So I had a yeah. seven-star hyena bomber, and the benefit of that is it's a pilotless ship. So as soon as you get that to seven-star, and you can get it a little bit quicker than Houndstooth if um, if you're not hyperdriving. As soon as you get to seven-star, it's as though you have the pilot at uh, what is it, Relic Five. Yeah. So okay, yeah, the advantage point, is Hounds, Houndstooth. You have to get the ship, and then you also have to Relic Bosk or mm. Gear Bosk. Uh, hyena, hyena bomber you don't want to or sorry you don't have to but right. i don't know I, I don't feel like i was missing anything like i could still climb just fine with it with the mm-hmm. hyena bomber in place of houndstooth but but then you I, still had to farm houndstooth anyway right I right mean, like... and i mean you have to farm them both anyways but i, I guess yeah you definitely do yeah i, I guess if for thing. some just... reason you didn't want to farm bounty hunters like you're not going executor i, I, I don't know there, there might be some case where it's fine but 
You can do it's, it. It's but... the only variance I think we're going to interact with on this situation because I think either one, like you're saying, could work. I, I um, guess the only the one benefit is I could spend more time putting gear into the other pilots. So I I relict spy and soldier right away. Mm. So I guess that could be a benefit of it. You can put that gear into other pilots while having a pilotless ship as your tank. Yeah, but I I mean personally I wouldn't relic the geos. I um, I do not regret relicking Spy. I I don't think you need to do Soldier. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's even a bad choice. Personally, I wouldn't do it because I've never needed it. I have a Gear 12 Geos on both accounts. I, I I've never had an issue with anything. The only time that I think you might want to do it is now that we have, you know, something we'll talk about later, the Poggle Omicron, but also <laughs> yes. Um, but also the malevolence versus executor counter. Um, I do it with Gear 12 Geos, but I think if I had some, you know, a little bit stronger Geos and a little bit stronger Grievous, I might have a little bit more success rate. Because right now I, I would say I'm at like a, a 40% success rate. But I, I think with Relic Geos, it might, you know, bump that up to the 60, 70%. I mean, I'm just shooting numbers out of my ass at this point. But I think, yeah, I think you should Relic them as high as you need to to be winning your fleet shard. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, yeah, probably that's the a, most important thing at the beginning. If you're already at first in your fleet chart and they're just gear twelve, then just leave them there for a while. You don't mm. have to really focus on it at that point. I think we should talk a little bit about even more than the fleet. Like, why? What are the different reasons you do want to farm geos though? Because there is, from a certain source, there is a attitude about skipping geos. There's a certain yeah. source we would never say anything bad about, so we're not <laughs> gonna go there, okay? Yeah, we don't we don't talk bad about people whether they're pieces of garbage or not. Um, we just don't do that, right? No. Anyway, scurvy. <laughs> you want to you want to weigh in on this scurvy? Yeah, I think um, the early on facing a geo account. I don't know if any of you guys remember. I remember the first time I ever faced a geo account. I just straight up didn't have an answer for it. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. They just they kept healing. They attacked a whole bunch. This one dude just kept reviving. I <laughs> I just could not figure out how to beat Geos. Now, once you they figure were so them out, fast that you can beat them. But so early on, they're going to win you attacks in GAC. They're going to get you holds in GAC. Same with Territory Wars. I guarantee you, an early game guild, your early game guild, is going to pay, make a Geo wall if they're if they're if they're good. And at all, they're going to make a geo wall. Um, it's one of those early game G walls that just it's naturally happens. Yep, and it, it, because everybody should be farming geos, and they're a super strong team early on. I mean, hell, in Ilum, especially now with the new Omicron, we're still making geo walls. Um, and then the the other, the last, and probably arguably the most important is it gets you your guild watt shards. So all you JMK farmers, you got to have watt. So getting as many geo teams uh gear 12 or around gear 12 geo teams that you can in your guild means the um less amount of time least amount of time you have to have to get uh watt scurvy so, for for someone who's like just started do you want to explain what a watt shard is and how you get it and why it's important so yeah um so there's a game mode in the in the game called territory battles we haven't talked about it too much uh but it's a guild event where there's it's pve and you have phases um in the kind of i guess it used to be the top dark side territory battle but now we have rote so kind of like the middle dark side territory battle is called uh the geonosian uh dsgo 
And in is it phase four? Uh, I think it's phase three. Phase three, I think, is the Watt mission. So this is a mission where you can only use Geonosians, um, and you're facing clones, right? Clones and Jedi. Yeah, and, and clones, other, yeah. Uh, it's four phases you got to go through, and there, there's two different variants. Yeah. So Watt Tambor is the character that you're getting shards for, and every time you complete the mission, you get one Watt shard, and you can only complete the mission once a month. Once a month. That's why these are so yeah. important. So, and by the way, you get that one shard for your whole guild, not just for your right. Yes. Yeah, so that's why it's important to have a guild combined effort on getting farming geos up to the minimum level and getting everybody. I mean, I think the most we ever got in Ilum, we get like forty-two or forty-three. Mm-hmm. I think we got forty-three. Yeah, forty-three watt shards. So that that's actually really good. So getting forty-three watt shards every time you're looking at. Um, probably like six, six months or whatever to get Watt if you got 43 every time. You won't get 43 every time because you're going to start out and you're probably going to get like five and then maybe the next Until time you're going to get... Until you get platoons. Right, yes. So that's yeah. that's a key part. We can, we can go into the nuances of TB later on, but Geos are a vital team in every single game mode, especially for your guildmates who are trying to get JMK because they need Watt. And you're, the only way... I'll say the only way because I think we all agree you shouldn't spend get three on watt shards. The only way to get watt is through DSGO. So yep. yeah, it's that's, that's kind and of my I spiel. Think, I think also like it's not just important for the people that want JMK. It's important. It's important for the guild as a whole because you don't want to get to two hundred million and have to do do like two or three or four or five more DSGOs because you're 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 not, you didn't have the watt shards. You want to be able to do rote twice a month. If you can, right? That's the yep. the sooner you get Watt done, the sooner your guild can go to bigger and better things. Um, and you're it, as as guild leaders and guild officers, you don't want to leave people behind if you can avoid it. You know, like it's one thing to say, oh, one person joined just two months ago, they don't have the Watt shards. We'll figure something out for them. But it's another thing to be like, oh, everybody didn't have it, but fuck them, they can get it and get three. No, we don't do that. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure we're we're and the more people that get it done, the sooner we can move on. And it's also kind of something to think about when you think about joining a guild is kind of how far along they are in their progression of watch shards. You don't, if you don't have any watch shards, you don't necessarily want to join a guild who's only doing DSGO like three more times because then you're going to be stuck without watch for, and right. you're going to have to like merc it or something. Mm-hmm. I I almost feel bad for the people who skip geos because I, I think one of the coolest things about the game and being in the guild, like the first big event really is the Watt mission, right? Right. Like it's if you're in a good guild, it's almost like a it's like an event day. It, like there's always gonna be people yeah. in voice chat streaming, streaming their yep. runs, yep. helping out each other, just having a good time. We spent months and, and just hanging out all day. Like we'll be here. We'll yep. just be here. Yep. Whenever you're ready. And we would do other stuff, with, you know, whatever we do, we play Stellaris or whatever the fuck we were doing. And somebody <laughs> pop in, like, hey, I need a, I need a Watt mission. Like, okay, we pause that shit and we go. Oh, Min just died anyways. We can do it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> it didn't matter. I, I got overwhelmed by some bullshit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And then we'd go, uh, you know, do a Watt mission. And there would be, like, two or three of us. And it would just, it would not only, like, build the community, but it would help people understand not the, the game and, and the characters. Because... I think Geos are one of the first teams that if you build early on, you really start seeing like, oh, I see how this works. 
Yeah. I'm controlling the situation. I'm using the debuffs. And I'm applying things, and I and I'm not just saying, "Oh, kill the medic." You know, that's that's not you know that might be the mentality that people go in with. There's a strategy to it, and it's the first time that the guild can actually come together, like you said, and really have a strategy. Yeah, I think that's you know? that's something that you just hit on that doesn't get hit on a lot. Is it? It really is, to my knowledge, the first battle in the game that forces you to think outside the box on how you um, are attacking it. It's You can't just go full force because you will lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to actually think about what you're going to do. So um, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good thing to keep in mind. So get your geos up, folks. Don't don't listen to the people on YouTube. Get your geos Don't up. listen to people that rhyme with Blabely Glanes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a great, great segue into the next thing. Uh, actually, it's not. It's a terrible segue into <laughs> the next awful. thing. But we're gonna do it. <laughs> time to segue into the next thing, which is the next team. Uh, it's one of my favorite teams. Uh, it's it's a the quintessential Ilum squad, which is Iden Troopers. Oh, you mean quintessential? Queen, uh, quintessential. Queen <laughs> uh, uh Speaking of punching up, man, Iden Versio punches up. Like we're no not other. worthy. Yeah. She is she, amazing. I'm pretty sure if you if we could get the stats from Hot Utils or something, uh, of most holds of any team in Territory Wars, it would be oh. Iden Versio, which by far, hundred percent, which man. is hilarious because her Omicron doesn't even work in TW. I can't even imagine how much more holds we've gotten in GAC. Right, her. she is awesome. She does so well for your account at Gear. Eight. One of the reasons why she's on our list is because you don't have to gear her or her team super high in order for her to be effective and get you holds. Um, she, uh, this is one of those things, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about kind of, we, we, we've all more or less come into agreement on most of these things. One of the things we're not 100% in agreement is which which Imperial Troopers team do you farm? Do you do... Mm-hmm. You know, do you do Veers and Piet Troopers, or do you do Aiden? I mean, the answer can be both. It makes them a little bit... makes them take longer to farm, and it makes mm-hmm. you have maybe not as ideal of teams, that sort of thing. But the thing about Aiden is she doesn't have to have an ideal team. Right. Which, which kind of leads us to which, which, which Troopers are going to be on her team. Well, you, there are certain ones you can't use. You can't use ones with leader abilities, right? You can't use ones that are droids so like you're 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 limited to like seven or so choices Mm -hmm. and honestly i kind of i kind of our consensus at this point is that it doesn't fucking matter farm the four that are the easiest to get the quickest right Um, which is definitely stormtrooper which is definitely snowtrooper which is definitely death trooper and we're kind of in a not not disagreement but there's a couple of choices for the fifth one either shore trooper um or magma trooper i think are are kind of your choices for the fifth one i think magma i think it's storm or shore i think magma you put in there but no storm's already in there we don't have but that's what i'm saying it doesn't it doesn't matter honestly it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter get four troopers in there and you've got a team a lot Uh, of them come in the uh, hyperdrive a lot of them are in the stores they're easy to obtain i think it does matter (laughs) but I think magma is important to that team, and, I, and it's I, easier to get than sure. So I say magma is in the Galactic War store or yep. something. It's really easy, and also sure comes in the hyperdrive bundle, but he's a high farm. But 
He's I I like him over Storm, but he they're both tanks. That's why they're interchangeable. Yeah. Storm's nice because he's I, a pre taunt. So I that's... think initially you probably just go Storm, Snow, Death, and Magma. Those are just going to be the quickest ones you can get to seven star and get the team going. I I do think that you have to have Death. That's like not an option. You use Death Trooper with her. Like that's one of the key characters. It's yep. like no matter what you do, use her. Um, hit I I also her. think eventually you take Shore over Storm. I think you put Snow well. in that category too, though. Like Snow is so good under her. Yeah. Also, range is really good with her. Range is just a harder farm. So yeah, and and, and range also usually goes with the other team. So yeah, and I think that's a good way to discuss the variance. Is like you know we say Iden or or Veer's lead troopers, and um. Like, range is one of those that can go on both, but ends up, you know, I think better, my personal opinion, on the Veer's Troopers. Um, you can go both, like like uh, like Veer said, but the, there's a bit of a bigger investment into the Veer's Troopers. And I think that the only reason that you would you just say, I'm going to focus hard on the Veer's Troopers only because I have other plans and I'm not going to worry about Aiden, is if you're going to go into Executor. Because you're already going to Relic Piet up to Relic 8. And that team is great. There's there's literally, if you go for that team, you'll never be like, oh, damn, I can't believe I went for this crappy team. No, they're awesome. They kick ass. They kick ass forever. And they only get stronger. But their farms, some of them don't come in the hyperdrive bundle. Piet, you have to farm. Dark Trooper, you have to farm. But Dark Trooper's kind of a low investment. Um, low investment as far as stars. But he does take some Kairos. Yep. Either um, way, they're so- both really good teams. Aiden is a low investment team, so it's mm-hmm. it's a team that's going to get you holds in GAC and probably territory wars with with very little investment comparatively. In fact, Aiden herself only has to be like three stars in order for the team to be effective. Well, the cool thing about Aiden is, assuming you're hyperdriving and assuming you're doing the Genosian fleet, you're going to have a seven-star Aiden because it's on the same node as Vulture Droid. So you're right. already going to have seven-star Aiden. You're going to have five-star Storm and Death and uh, I think Snow's in there too, right? You're, yep. you're going to basically have this team by the time you're when you hyperdrive a little shortly after, you're going to have the team for yeah. free. All you need to do is just take it from five to seven stars and take it to gear eight. And, and CG and has thre- graced everybody and given her a ship. And not yeah. only just given her a ship, but gave her a really good ship. Like It's a good ship that is useful later. Um, it's definitely not a ship that I think would be war- like super useful until you're later on in the game you know right but early on but before you literally just farmed Aiden because you could get holds with her she she didn't really in the grand scheme of things she didn't really give you anything that was always kind of people's downside to hers because she doesn't lead to anything Mm -hmm. but now that she has a ship and eventually you'll want that ship because that ship can help you can help certain fleets counter executor it -hmm. makes even more sense now to go ahead and farm Aiden get her to seven stars um and, right. and start working on our ship down the road because as if we a- needed more reason to farm Aiden. Yeah. Um so she's she's really good in like the combat modes, right? She's not gonna be great in raids or territory battles and things like that as much, but she's great mm-hmm. in G A C and T W. Um mm-hmm. and also she um you do need a full Empire team to unlock R two D two. Yep. Um and so there's your team. Um and yep. there are other 
you know, other paths of thought on that, like maybe getting things like Thrawn to unlock R two D two. Nope, no, 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 no. That is no, no. a path of thought. That's a path nope. of thought it that is... we cannot follow. That's right. It's we a can't path go of down this path. And that's all I'm gonna say on it. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing about uh, Queen Iden is Queen Iden might be on the top ten. Oh, oh definitely. Oh, wait, 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 spoiler alert. Spoiler oh, alert. just saying she might. You know, I played Star Wars Battlefront two. You know, and then I liked the uh, I liked the the storyline with Iden because Iden was a badass. You know, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. But anyway, okay. um. So what is the, you know, we've talked about the troopers, which both great options. If you're going to go for executor and you want to focus on Veers, it's cool. Uh, the Veers troopers, is, it's a really strong team. But what is the next team, Fieris? What do we what do we got for the next one? So we've kind of gotten three pretty core teams that in themselves are good teams. Um, now we kind of move into a different mode of thinking, which is what teams do we need to farm to unlock other better teams? And I think the first one on that list is going to be Bounty Hunters. Um, we uh, we have Bosk as, as a must farm, um, obviously, 100%. because he's Absolutely. the pilot of Houndstooth. I think that goes without saying. Um, the other four Bounty Hunters that you're going to want to farm is kind of up to you. I think Boba Fett's probably a safe choice. And then after that, it kind of depends on your preference. Uh, you need five of them to unlock Chewie, which is a, a an integral part of a team that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, my my thoughts were, look at IG-88 and Cad Bane because they're in the hyperdrive. Um, you could, if you really wanted to, you could do Greedo as well, but I think we agreed. Yeah. Like, it's just such a worthless character all around mm. at this point that maybe throw something else like Grief or Dengar into that spot instead, which is just kind of going to be a stronger fifth character for that team. Yeah, uh, It's kind of up to you. Like there, There's definitely some really good bounty hunter teams out there, but a, they're, they're pretty high investment, honestly. I don't know that you need to build a strong bounty hunter team at this point. You need to build a team that's strong enough to unlock Chewie, and that's kind of your, your main goal here. And... and- to lead into that, because that is the goal, right? Bounty Hunter teams are fun. You can build a lot of them. There's two characters that you you got to choose between, I think, no matter what, if you're going to go for the Chewy event. And that's either Dengar or Grief. Um, both are needed for Executor because, you know, Grief leads into Bam and you just need Dengar. Um, but also, these two characters are going to make that event easier either both of them or either one of them i did i did the event with low gear except for bosk um and then having grief and then i did the event again on my other account with low gear and having um just strong bosk and uh dengar and both times were really easy but if you don't have one of those two characters the event really is it's frustrating i did it Um, with neither and it was rough Oh man, I bet it that was, was awful. So bad. I had Django as my fifth, and and don't yeah. wrong, Django's a great, great. He's character, amazing. Yeah, but he's not the best character to put under a bounty hunter lead. He's he has better places elsewhere, and that event it was just a, it was awful. It was pretty bad. Yeah, man, and that's what's funny is that everyone's like, oh, this Chewbacca event's terrible. I did it like really groggy one morning, and I was like, I guess I'll try this out, and I did it, and then the second time I did the event. It was the same fucking thing. I was really tired. I was like, oh, I guess I'll try this out. I didn't even need Chewbacca yet. It was an accident. You could. Yeah. That's funny. 
My thought on it is a little bit different since we, I think we know that Java is going to be Java should be one of yep. your first two GLs, right? Right. So right. I was going to say this. So you you can go RSing pretty early if you want, especially if you don't hyperdrive. Once you've used your Cantina energy to get both of the Geo pilots to seven star, you've got time where you can farm up RSing. Because you you have nothing else to spend your Cantina energy on at that point besides um, uh, and now I'm mind blanking T three. Ah. So if if you're gonna need Aura for Java anyways, you can get like Aura lead and put Mando and Grief in there and just use the uh, yeah Aura lead cheese and blow somebody up real quick. But I still need Bosk no matter what bounty hunter team. Remember these are we're just talking about the other four. But yeah, if you get Aura. Grief, Mando, Bosk, and then one other, and then Boba. I would say Boba for that. Yeah, probably, spot. probably. Boba comes in Bronzeums too, which is really nice. Well, I uh, think you're probably just unlock. I think Danger is the best there because of, he, he basically. So what he'll do is under an Aura lead, he'll make it so Chewie can't stealth, so you can just kill Chewie right away. It kind of makes the event super hmm. easy. That's interesting. I mean, there's that's the point though is that the bounty hunters have such a large. Um, um, net uh, that you can throw and pick in, in between all of them. Like, man, I can use this one here and this one here. And a lot of them lead to different things. Boba, is he leads to Executor. He leads to Jabba. So he's a really positive one. Most of them are needed for both of those farms. Um, so you can kind of interchange that. But I think the key ones is going to be Bo- uh, Bosk. Um, you get him no matter what. And then you kind of just, you know, try to find some that synergize. If you have any questions come ask the thing about like bounty hunters is it's so varied depending on what your strategy is going to be your strategy mm-hmm. is going to change based on if you're going java or based on if you're going executor obviously you're going to farm drastically different things for those ones um but like the teams like the regular i'm not talking about like the fleet teams but the squad teams associated with bounty hunters it requires quite a bit of effort to make a good bounty hunter team and I think we're just recommending just just get a team that's going to get you to beat the Chewy event and kind of just mm-hmm. leave them there for now. Yeah, you can just kind of push Bosk up only and still have some solid, like, like you could have a, a Gear 8 Grief and Mando and, like, a, a strong, like, Gear 12 Bosk, and you can still kind of pull off some some cheesy shit in GAC to, to get some kills with the Disintegrate and save your save yourself some, some cleanup. You don't need to push them up a lot other than Bosk. And Bosk is obviously going to have overlap with his ship, so it's fine to push him up. Yeah, if, if you're looking for the ideal GAC team, you definitely do want to do Aura because you want that Aura lead and Bosk, and, Bosk Grief, and Mando to instantly get mm-hmm. contract and then disintegrate somebody. You can destroy... Yeah. You can have them all gear 12 and kill uh, like full relic teams. And eventually, yeah. you'll have to add the... Zam with the Omicron to that team once you get more into the mid game, but I would mm. consider that more of a mid game team for sure. Right, that's definitely mid game because really the focus on the bounty hunters early on is to just get Chewbacca because of something we'll talk about later. But you want to get that Chewbacca unlock, and they're still strong with just a strong boss. Oh, so we can put Chewbacca into the Phoenix team? Whoa. I don't know who the fuck you think you are. <laughs> Whoa, this guy. <laughs> But I'm about to sick Don Scurvy on you and have him call in his boys. The other thing, too, is we were talking You're never going to have a fleet payout again! (laughs) The other thing, too, is we were talking about um, 
whether or not to use Greedo. And although I agree that Greedo is the worst, probably the worst bounty hunter. Um, I think so. He, he I mean, ju- even in the movies, he fucking died like yeah, so he, fast. Mean, he, and for some reason, he's everywhere. But, you know, people love Rodians. If you are, what are you going to do? Pay attention. If you I are know. going for Jabba, he might not be the worst <laughs> fifth to put in that team. Just because you do need yeah. him for Jabba. Based off of your recommendation of the early Jabba, that, I could consider that um, a, a fine choice. I mean, if you're going to go Jabba before you go Executor, you could swap out either Cad Bane or IG for Greedo, and you would still unlock Chewie just fine. Uh, yeah. Another one you could do, they really are really flexible. So mm-hmm. if, you, if your favorite thing is just trolling people... Throw Django in here because let me tell you what you're gonna do. You're half the time we have to do threes, right? I mean, yep. we don't have a choice. Six months out of the year. The best three versus three team. Oh, if you don't say the right team, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I think I know where you're going with this. But all right, Galactic Legend Newt Gunray. Yes, Galactic Legend yes. Newt. My with favorite Django. defensive team. And then put whatever other separatist in there. I mean, some of the better ones. What a B one is nightmare. the best answer. Yeah, B one. Sunfac will work Droidica, for you. You Droidica. can do Sunfac. It's just <laughs> you are guaranteed to get son I of had a bitch. Two three v three seasons ago, I had I posted about it in Ilum chat in the GAC. In one three v three, you know, one round, two round, three round, one, I guess whatever you call that, um, championship. I had. 24 holds on my GL <laughs> with and, and Django. And that team just oh prints my holds. God. Oh, and the thing is, is that the craziest part about this is, is with GL Newt, you don't need to have like gear 12. Mine's it's gear actually 11. beneficial get Zeta. to have a little bit lower of a gear um, Newt. Because even if he dies, he comes back invisible, and like I don't know if he ever comes out of that fucking stealth, to be honest. And <laughs> that that motherfucker, it, 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 you think like, oh, I don't even understand what GL Newt does, man. Maybe you don't understand it. Just do it. You're gonna learn. Just man. do it. Don't read the kits. Who gives shit? Reading's hard. That team. Get in gets there with GL Newt. So many holds. I I love Django. He's not the best. He's a great separatist. He's not the best bounty hunter. Yeah, that, that motherfucker does some damage, though. He hits like a truck. That team is the best example of, like, expectations versus reality. You just go in there feeling all confident. You're like, yeah, I've got my Relic 3, such and such. This is going to be no problem. Yeah. And, like, slowly all the hope just gets drained out of you. Right. You just don't or understand. You, or, yeah, or you don't understand the, the fight at all, and you bring in CLS. And then you kill everybody, but Django has damage immunity with a Separatist lead yeah. at the start. And then CLS just removes turn meter, and Django sets there with damage immunity for the rest of the yep. match. And yep. then you time out, and now the next team you take in, Django, for some reason, he like he goes Super Saiyan, and he's like, I'm fucking pissed now, and kills the next team. So now they got two holds, and you're confused. So that's how that goes. Yep. Anyway, do all that. been there. It's a great what team. A Super bastard. low investment team, and it's going and to be useful for Grievous later. Like Newt is useful for the Grievous versus C or JML counters later. So Newt's just a good character. You just don't know it yet. All right, and we're back to bounty hunters. Chango's <laughs> <laughs> a bounty hunter. <laughs> so, um, so obviously we've we had a lot to say about bounty hunters. They're pretty versatile and pretty. Uh, there's a lot of choices you can make that all kind of head to the same direction. So you you got some choices there. 
Um, the next group is, that I'm going to talk about is not really a team, so to speak, because one of the characters can is probably not not the best, but arguably one of the best um, solo characters in the game, which is Darth Vader. Um, and yeah. the reason we haven't talked about Vader yet is because he is kind of hard to farm in that he is a passive farm from achievements and things like that, where you can't just be like, hey, I'm farming Vader today. You kind of just have to... <laughs> Go with the flow, play the game, and then all of a sudden you got Vader one day. So yeah. um, the one thing that we will say about Vader, and um, I, one of our things we didn't really talk about too much is which is your first Relic character. Vader's definitely on the list of um, it's top, it's it's top one, I think. <laughs> I think it's Vader. Vader. It's Vader. <laughs> one of top one. It, top one. Top best one best characters to Relic <laughs> Top <first>. one! <laughs> um, is Vader. And, and I'm going to kind of group him with a couple other characters that you don't necessarily need to go with him, but they kind of just, these are your wild cards, uh, which is Tarkin. Um, Tarkin is a terrible character. You need him to pilot your execut- Executrix fleet. That's basically it. He, he he's very has very minor impact outside of the fact that he pilots a capital ship. I want to defend Tarkin a little bit after you get through this, though. Okay. Um, and then the third character um, that's kind of in this group is um, Emperor Palpatine. He is a journey character. And we haven't quite talked about rebel characters yet, which we're about to in a minute. But uh, he requires five rebel characters. We already talked about kind of unlocking R2-D2. Um, he's part of that. But uh, those three characters, you can just kind of mix and match a little bit, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. depending it's what not a hard event. De- depending what team you want to fight against, you you might throw EP as the lead for Vader. Um, he can make the the Geo counter a little bit more reliable. Um, he's a good character overall. Later on, he pairs really well with uh, Star Killer and Mara Jade and that whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, so all three of those characters serve their purposes, but they don't actually necessarily go together in one team. They're all Empire. They're all fairly necessary as far as the game goes. Um, and they're all characters you're going to kind of want to start working on kind of early. I think um, one thing to keep in mind, you, you hit on her, but um, if you are going to get uh, EP Invader, it, it would not be a bad idea to go ahead and throw some energy at Mara Jade, only because she's another character similar to Aiden where you don't have to put a ton into her to make her viable as long as you can make her somewhat fast. And mm-hmm. what we'll talk about... Um, probably at a later time is her omicron is probably our probably top one or two in territory war omicrons that you should get early on maybe the droidica and and Pablo yeah omicron i mean i talk. think that's a little debatable depending on your path but yeah but her omicron and territory wars is really really good and another it's another omicron that early on guilds are going to struggle against um, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't, I wouldn't shy away from throwing some energy her way early on just because you can get her to like three or four stars and just make her somewhat fast and she's still going to be able to help you out a bunch. Hey man, right. man, uh, how early do you, do you think we should start thinking about Mar Jade? Before you, you down- should have already been thinking like about 5 it. Like 5am, I don't know what you're waiting on. <laughs> if you're not dreaming about her, then what are you dreaming about? You know? So, my thing with Mara Jade, we all know how I feel about this gorgeous lady. Um, she is... She's one of those characters where, like Fiera said, when you're building Vader, Vader is a team on himself. But I like Palpatine, Tarkin, and Mara Jade as a, a kind of, like, backup 
for Vader. You know, you'll use Vader to take out Geos, but every once in a while, you enter, you encounter some Geos that are big. Hey, man, it sounds like you're one thrown short of a full team. <laughs> See, that's the that's the cool thing about this team, though, is that you can undercut banners in a lot of places, right? Territory War. Um, you you could throw in any Empire. Other than Thrawn, because you won't have Thrawn, that would be stupid. That would be a waste of time. So you can throw in a TIE pilot, or a fucking Royal Guard, or any jackass, but in GAC, you don't even need that bitch. You just go on, and you undercut with banners, and you get a banner back. Great. So you've convinced me, Min. Um, I, originally, I was not high on Tarkin, but I just feel like he has a place in that team where you walk into the room, and Mara Jade and Empire... And, 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 uh, EP have the other team on the floor in handcuffs and Tarkin walks in and hits them with a pool noodle. I just feel like <laughs> yeah. he has a purpose to demoralize the people that you've already beat into submission with EP Mara. He points exactly. really hard at them. He points super it's hard. Like, EP and Mara are like, we're doing it all. We got this shit. And Tarkin's like, hey, I can help. I do, like I do agree, like, badge. the EP Mara combo of tenacity down into, um, oh, what is her second ability that makes it so the, they lose turn The meter. grenade that just blows everybody up and, and adds a stagger. Shock. It adds stagger. a bunch of shock and stagger, yeah. So, so first she, she tenacity downs, then she staggers, and then if they're not demoralized enough, then EP shows up and stuns them all. It's just like, fuck you, you're losing right, your and- turn meter and you're stunned. <laughs> And the cool thing is, is for whatever reason, you know, it, it's it's based off the turn meter reduction and stuff. But when Tarkin takes a turn, you use his third ability, and then he immediately gets another turn and uses AOB, AOE ability to reduce more. And it's just like, okay, cool. He's not a great character, but he at least does something. And then if you pay attention, you can use, uh, if, if you're, I think Venom's the one that told me about this, but you can use, if you have uh, one turn... One cooldown left before the big shock on EP, and you have two people shocked. You can use EP's third ability and immediately get another turn again, and then re-shock everybody. Mm. And it's a cool team. It's fun. It's just really fun to use, and they they kick the shit out of some stuff. I like how the one kit that Min has read is Mara Jade's. Like he's got that memorized. <laughs> <laughs> but well, then of course, tell him how to use. Ever gonna be another one? Tell him how to use Palpatine. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, yep, that's what it does. Yeah, you sh- you use his buttons, <laughs> but Mara Jade, I'm like, so her middle ability does this, and her third ability does this, and you know what? She's pretty, and her hair flows when you do this ability. Yeah, and- <laughs> you know what? Let's also talk about Aiden some more. You know, these two should. Okay, let's just continue. <laughs> So I, I do have to say, like, I remember when I was farming C and I had all these cool relic characters like you were talking about when you come in all confident against that Django team with some relic characters and you're like, <laughs> shit, I got relic Krennic, Tarkin, TIE Fighter Pilot, Royal Guard, and Darth Maul. I'm going to kick some ass. And then you just get absolutely fucking <laughs> manhandled by that, that Django mm-hmm. team. And you're like, I don't know why I'm playing this game anymore. <laughs> why did I go for C? Oh, I wanted a bunch of tunes that were worthless. Right. Should have listened All to right. that podcast. That's a shame. So our next team, um, we kind of already have two parts of it. Um, and this is a filler team um, currently. Once you get kind of Sanastaros and that kind of thing, some of these characters start to actually have worth. But we yeah, already talked later, about Old Ben. Uh, we needed Old Ben to 
kind of unlock uh, Grandmaster Yoda potentially, and we unlocked R2-D2 with Iden Troopers. So we have R2 and Old Ben. We're going to add to that list Farm Boy Luke, Leia, and Stormtrooper Han. And uh, this, I guess, is a good time to talk about what do we think is the best well-rounded team in the game? Well, my friends, it is CLS. Uh, CLS is going to be unlocked by those five characters we just talked about. And you will not regret getting this team. Uh, it 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 punches up. And man, it punches, punches up with like, brass knuckles. It punches up forever. There is, is no so better good. team that is, is, if you compare your investment to what it gives you, there is zero teams that are better than this team. Absolutely. And it is it does require some some thought and planning and, and it, it, it needs some pretty particular pieces. Um so far we've we've talked about unlocking Chewy, we've talked about CLS now. Um we haven't really started talking about some of the other pieces yet. Um but there are some pretty particular pieces. One of the pieces is Chupio, um, which is Chewy and 3PO, and that's mm-hmm. something you can start farming earlier on. It's in on light side 7A. Uh, you right. will want that ready to go kind of around the time that you get CLS unlocked. Um, but CLS is so good. It's it's like one of your conquest staples. Like it, it, I think I think we all agree it's a team that can pretty much solo uh, easy and medium conquest for you and get you into hard. And it still hits hard and hard. Yep. Um, it's you can do most of hard with CLS. With the right disc, right. you can, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, he's, oh man, it's such a good team. And, so, and um, he is like the solo GL cleanup king. Yep. So um, real quick, what what does CLS stand for? I don't know. Oh, Commander Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Commander Luke. Luke Skywalker. Also a potential in the running for pilot of Red 5 someday. Red False. Red Five. Red Five. You know it will the be Farm Boy Luke. I hope so. Yeah, that, yeah, and then I hope he gets an Omicron and turns him into the pilot when he's in three v three with Wedge, Wedge and Biggs. Wait, that'd like, be cool. What? He already has an Omicron. Yeah, but well, let's just be the Wedge one. and Omicron <laughs> that makes Wedge turn him into the pilot when they're in the three v three set. <laughs> I have no idea what that Omicron does. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Do <laughs> you guys want to guess? CG, CG, if you're listening, like. Uh, a new thing to think about is Omicrons that don't do anything other than change cosmetics on characters. <laughs> skins. We're just buying. You're gonna skins. take yeah. our money so Have you fast. Not Let me thought t- of this. Wow. Jeez. Think about it, CG. Anyway, um, CLS also is. Oh man. Aside from just being fun, they counter so many stronger things. Uh, they, one thing we haven't mentioned, which is much later is proving grounds. CLS can, can take care of proving grounds later on. Um, they can also, you, you go up against some gas teams. Guess who kicks gas's asses? CLS. 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 He does really good. I have, I have a Relic 5 CLS, a Relic 5 Chewbacca, Relic 3 Han, and a Gear 12 3PO and, um, uh, Chupio. And I beat Relic 5 across the board, um, gas teams constantly. It's no problem. He's really good. Um, you can Chupio's really a key part, like Fierce was talking about, and then we'll talk about 3PO a little bit later. But CLS has overlap in every mode, every single mode, even raids. He's pretty good in. Okay, I mean as they are now, but in territory war, offense king. In in I think um, he also unlocks a couple of the proving grounds. Right? Doesn't he kill he a couple? Do, of those? Well, he can do. Yeah. 
That's cat, what I was saying. He can do the um, cat proving grounds, and he can do the uh, mall proving grounds. I, I've done every proving grounds with CLS except for that tie interceptor fucking oh, yeah, monster. Yeah. yeah, he can do that the thing can, that one too. And yeah, then can, um, assault battles too. Did we say that already? Yeah. He, oh he gets, man, the biggest thing that he gives you is it, he gives you two assault battles, right? Uh, just one. Right? Is, it one, one? is this one? Oh, it's IT troopers to give you two. Right. That that's one thing we yeah. didn't mention for them either earlier is that Veer's troopers another positive for them just kind of to throw back to that is that Veer's troopers can get you CT two at like gear twelve across the board with, for two assault battles. Yeah. Um, CLS also I mean doesn't have to be super high relic five across the board you can get CT three done no yep. problem three stars you're simming that the rest of the time. So so CLS is kind of like your pocket knife. It's 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 okay on defense, but you're going to use it on offense most of the time. Um, and it's just a good team. I will it's say across in threes, the board's a good team. CLS, 2PO, and uh, 3PO is a really good yeah. defensive team. Yep. That's the thing about threes is you got to get creative because this is the only mode that uses this combination of characters. Um, nothing else does 3v3. It's just this one mode half the year, six months. Um Stupid. Well, even um, even in threes, Han and Chewbacca are are really good because yeah, you'll you'll go on a little journey on what to use as the lead for that team. But you can use like Beskar Mando. You can use um, Dash. Wedge is Wedge is probably going to be the filler, and then Dash. So once you get mm-hmm. Dash or Mando, those are going to be your yeah. Your but we, yeah, Wedge is a good filler. Is a good uh, kind of like intermediate leader his, and his lead with, is really good and you, you really have to have zero investment into him just to yeah get his leader unlocked i was using yeah. him at like five star like gear seven probably just with yeah. his lead and he'd die instantly and it wouldn't matter and that's the thing is your teams that we're building here can they'll maybe split up and evolve a little bit later which we'll go into in another episode of how we progress with them and kind of break them up but nothing really goes to waste for what you're building, except for, you know, maybe four or five characters that you're just seven-starring just to get the journey done. But the whole point is that mo- all this is, like, going to get you to a strong, solid point for your account, right? CLS is kind of the is the core of that, that solid account early on. CLS is kind of like the first S-tier team we've talked about. Yep. Like, yeah. When, and not including, you know, GLs and that sort of thing. Um, it is top-tier. There's a few few other teams that are that I would consider to be top tier, um, and obviously this is always changing. Obviously, Riva and some of that other bullshit changes some of these rankings a little bit, but um, it's a it's a team that is has been and will continue to be a hard hitting team that you're going to get good use out of. And so we've talked about three parts of it, right? CLS himself, Chewy, which you're going to unlock with bounty hunters. Um, and then we've talked about just farming Chupio as one of the third. Uh, there's two other ones we haven't, we've talked about, but we haven't talked about kind of like how to get them and that sort of thing. So one is Han, just regular Han Solo. Uh, and he's a unique character in that we haven't talked about this type of character yet, which is he is a reward from raids. Um, and so this is one of the reasons why, and we've, we've talked about, we've briefly covered why it's important to get into a guild pretty early. Um, but you want to get into a guild that is doing regular ranker, um, or rather heroic ranker, not C-pit. 
and um i I don't know how this is going to change like i don't know how people are gonna like they've uh, we don't we don't really know what's going to happen with the raid changes right if people stop doing heroic rancor how are they going to get their han shards it's either going to have to be a currency in a store or something like that people can't not get han right so he's we just don't know yet yeah yeah i think we can only talk to how it currently is um yeah so hopefully um you're you're going to be in a guild that's going to get han shards that's four out of the five pieces the fifth piece is a grind uh, it's a grind it's 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 the huh. most frustrating of them the f- the fifth piece is 3po and, and that's the next team we're going to talk that's about that's the next team we're <laughs> going to talk about which is to unlock 3po you literally need to farm a useless fucking team that you're not going to basically use ever again but Right now, right now, anyway. Right now, as a filler tune for three PO, you can use R two instead and still get decent results out of your CLS team. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're gonna have R two anyway. You can put him with CLS before you get three PO because you want three PO. Three PO is the fifth is the better fifth. But in the meantime, you have CLS. You have Chewy. You're you're going through the grind that we're gonna talk about in three PO. You can use R2 as a mm-hmm. filler fifth and still get pretty good results. So it's definitely still yeah. an A-tier team until you get 3PO. That, yeah. That's what kind of takes yeah. it up into S-tier. Um, right. So you have to farm Ewoks. And that's a Ugh. whole project in itself. It's it's frustrating. Um, although one of the nice things about it is thankfully you don't have to relic the Ewoks. Um, you do maybe <sighs> want to get one or two of them at the most to gear 12. And the rest of them can be gear 11 and lower. So that, that part of it is nice. Um, and you, and the thing about it kind of is there's, there's like step after step of this whole process. That's frustrating. One, you have to farm a whole useless team Two, you have to farm five specific ones, at least to make it easier on yourself. Right. Not the one you get really easily scout. And then three, the ones that you do have to farm are harder to get and frustrating. Like wicket and Logre specifically are like a pain Mm. in the ass to farm because you have to get them. Um, well, Logray, for example, you have to get from Guild Store, and that's literally the only place you can. He find. never he shows so up. Elusive. And he never shows and he up. He doesn't show up all he's the time. Like, so it's yeah, a he's like Carmen else. San Diego, aka Logray. <laughs> it's like, where in the world are you? And you can't fucking find him. You refresh the store. It's been six days. You haven't seen him. This is the hidden bear. I mean, if you start, if you just start that early, it's not going to be a problem. I've had seven no, it's not. Logray for yeah. like five months at this point. I had seven most people low gray before I had most don't of the know, other ones, but the thing is you don't think about it. Most yes. people don't know you need low gray until it's too late. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And, that is the and problem. And they're like me trying to use Scout. See, I, when I tried to do Ewoks, I tried to replace um, Paplu with Scout. <laughs> I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I think, I, you can, like, yeah, I think you can replace Wicket with Scout, but you can't. You can. Ice Blades did that, and he did it, but it's also a nightmare because Scout... I think Cup is better than Scout. <laughs> I mean, it's rem- he's a remarkably shitty Ewok. We talked yeah, about Tebow. Don't do that. Tebow's not much better. Here's, but here's my take on it: is with the gear changes, it's really not a big deal to take these bozos up to gear eleven and to like take Wicket up to gear twelve. Like, don't be one of the people that is trying to kill themselves doing this at gear nine. And you just end up throwing your phone into a body of water, like yeah, just and slap a little extra gear on there. It's not a big deal. I, honestly, I think it's it's we're at a point now where applying extra gear is much less of a big deal than applying omegas. I'd much rather save on omegas. 
this is such an underfarmed team that it's likely. I mean, it's speculated that it's going to be one of the requirements for one of the GLs coming up as well. So like, it's right. probably not going to be wasted gear. The other thing too is it's it's a filler team for GAC for defense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, early on NTW. you're not going to have enough teams to fill your de- defense and still have teams for attack. So you're going to have a team that's not very good, but. You just throw them on the back wall. And... Every once in a while, they get a stupid hold. Yeah. Early on, yeah. you know? This team, I think, like, when they were children, watched Tarkin on the TV and said, I want to hit people with pool noodles like him. <laughs> Except for they're going to be tiny little Ewok-sized yep, pool noodles. Yep. I I, uh, I was so amazed when I first saw this team and how fucking little damage they do with each hit. It's, it's remarkably like, annoying. It's like, oh my god, I just hit you 13 times and you took... 11% damage. Our Senate, so, our fellow Senate Guild Force of Endor is going to be um, very upset that we're back. <laughs> it's okay. They're still cute, okay? <laughs> um, so the thing is also is there's at least one Zeta, maybe two you want to get, one for sure. And you don't have to get this one. And I can tell you by experience that if you don't get this one, you will be one of those people that Venom said was throwing their phone and banging their head against the wall. I didn't realize I didn't get the Zeta. Because on my first account, I did get the Zeta. The, the, the event was annoying, but it wasn't like, like oh, fuck, this sucks. It just was, uh, whatever. I, I remodded. I did some stuff. That's the other thing. You got you to have good mods. It helps to have some strong mods when you're doing this. Um, and there's lots and lots of fucking guides out there and lots of people in the Senate that can literally tell you step-by-step step what to do and how which, the Ewoks work. Which Zeta? You, did, you didn't mention which Zeta you're uh, talking the about. The Zeta you got to get is the Chief Chirpa Zeta. Correct. Um, if you don't get the Chief Chirpa Zeta, whew, this is one of those that'll take you hours and you'll be like, why do I play games? Why, don't, the I way, just, why don't I just shove my head into my pillow? It's awful. By the way, no matter how good or how much you convince yourself that it's a good idea, do not get the Chief Chirpa Omicron. No. No. Don't no, do no, it. No, no, no. That is garbage. I can beat a Chief Chirpa Omicron Ewok with my non-Chirpa Omicron Ewoks. <laughs> it's it's totally doable. It changes very little. It's a bad Omicron. Save your match. Yeah, it's like multiplying 0.03 by 0.01. You 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 get very little impact. Very little. Yeah, it sucks. And the Ewoks suck. They're banners. That's what you put them in for. They're not going to help yeah. you with anything. Birds, you bears, know? and banners. That's what I label it in the in for our banners is birds bear uh, birds ba- uh fuck I can't even say it birds bears bugs banners just put all the crap back here although <laughs> bugs the, bugs aren't bugs part of that anymore yeah no bugs have moved they're back up front and they say we we Pago the Greater showed up and he's like let me show you my bug thing anyway so I think that's your last let me show you my thorax my thorax. <laughs> This guy. Anyway, oh my God. so let's continue. <laughs> I, forward. Thought we, I thought we lost him in there for a second. <laughs> Sounded like he fell out of his chair. Was <laughs> was he ever here? Oh, was all I right. Ever so here? we've we've talked about all of the main eight teams at this point: JKR, Geos, Rebel Filler that unlocks CLS, Iden, mm-hmm. Bounty Hunters, the Vader stuff, Ewoks, and CLS. The only thing we haven't really talked about is one other character that you're going to want to get. Uh, who is General Grievous. Um, and he has a good team, and he's a prereq for... Well, he's not a prereq, but kind of his team is the prereq for Gas as well, uh, General Anakin Skywalker. But 
Uh, Grievous is the pilot of Malevolence, which is the get to fleet that we recommend that you get first. So Absolutely. whether or not you're going to build the droid team, you kind of want to start farming him. Uh, you get him from the fleet store. Uh, it's going to take you a while, so just kind of start working on it. Hopefully you've got him by the time you unlock Malevolence, which will be, um, you'll you know kind of have some choices in terms of what you spend your get to currency on. But we recommend Grievous and malevolence as what you mm-hmm. unlock there first you won't be disappointed it really works grievous well with a, the geos but grievous as a tune um you do need him for jmk so whenever you do jmk down the road you'll have him but not first though no nope. don't do that no don't do that right, first. Scurvy? but you right, will scurvy? No, don't do it first but you will need him eventually <laughs> and grievous droids um for a couple reasons you got the recently released um Omicron for Droidica, which is proving to be a very good Omicron for Territory Wars. Um, but also the Grievous team with Newt instead of Droidica for GAC. Mm-hmm. Um, Min, mm-hmm. tell us what you just took down today in your GAC with a... Oh, man, I took down I took down C, and that's not the only GL that GG can take down. That's the thing. You take... You got General Grievous, which is a farm that you passively farm in Fleet Store, and there's some good tunes that you put along with them, and you can counter GLs. You can take JML out, you can take C out. I mean, this is all dependent on the situation, and as long as you push up you know, to the relics, we're not saying like, oh, Gear 12, Grievous is going to fucking win. No, it's not how it works. But Grievous at Relic 5 with his team around Relic you know, 3, they're taking out JML, they're taking out C, they're taking out teams that... Are hard to deal with. Inquisitors, uh, you run into every once in a while. They're they're decent against Inquisitors. I wouldn't. I don't know how effective it is. As like you know, it's not a hundred percent win rate on any of this stuff. But it's, it's solid it's all a, around. It's solid all around. And Grievous's ship is another one of those um, um, ships that can counter a GL ship. Because you can use Malevolence to counter Executor, which is what you're going to run into a lot early on. Executor on defense, maybe even you got Executor, but you put yours on defense. But you got Malevolence, that's how I won my GAC today, or hopefully won. It's (laughs) because they got Executor on defense, I got mine on defense, but I was able to take his out with my Malevolence. If if he can do that, cool, but like... That's your counter. I do, and do believe not... he can also counter Profundity as well, so I think I do think yeah, he has a counter I mean, for both Geo ships. Super strong offensively, and the the team that we're recommending you to build earlier on, which is the Geos and their ships, leads straight into this ship. And you're you're just building your it's it's compounding the the return on investment. Geos never go out of style, baby. So um, for get one, we recommend Wampa. Um, and then get two, we recommend malevolence. We've given you kind of eight teams to farm. Uh, and then maybe next time, or maybe one of our future episodes, we'll talk a little bit more about, uh, Zetas and Omicrons. We do have a couple other questions. We did have a question from, uh, Miss Dory that we kind of already covered. And, uh, their question was, what was the best all around team? I think you kind of got the gist of that from what we talked about in the teams that you should farm. It's CLS. I think all four of us agree, without a doubt, the best all-around team in the game is CLS. They're a super low investment compared to other teams. They're useful Mm -hmm. in every game mode. Farm CLS... That's that's the end of that. <laughs> you'll, you'll be happy with them. We are, we are in them. such agreement on that question that when I posed that question as a possible thing we would talk about in the episode, 
uh, Darth Venom was like, we're not talking about that. Because <laughs> we are in such agreement that we all think it's CLS. Oh, yeah, it's, it's CLS. CLS. Yeah. You you won't be unhappy with that. That's that's one of those you get it and you're like, wow, I'm so glad I did this. Yep. Um, next, we have a question from Thunder Bunny. So we have, uh, what is the worst team to farm first? And they did put in quotations <laughs> realistically. So I think we all agree that it's... Um, Phoenix. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think he, they're looking for some <laughs> other other answers besides Phoenix. Right. So, so like they take that away. They, like they already knew that we would that Phoenix would be like the default <laughs> I answer. Think, yeah, so it was they like, wanted a different right, answer. Right. They, they didn't want us answers. to give okay, some so, kind of. They didn't want some kind of ridiculousness like oh shitty Ugnot and this and crap because I came up with a dumbass team and Fios was like you're dumb don't do that. I, for me, <laughs> it's got to be Star Killer. And for all the Glurmit stands that are listening, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. That is yeah. a dumbass thing to do a dumb, as yep. as a rush. Like, don't do yeah. Star Killer. Star Killer is obviously a great team, but it's it's more than any other team I have on my roster. That is like a luxury farm. Right. Like I think you probably want two GLs at least before you start thinking about Star Killer because his wrecks don't lead to anything. Well, like it, it's not right. just that. Give you good teams. You also have to build a whole other team for him after you build his wreck. See, you know, it's, it's... that's the problem for me because you look at it and you say, oh, I, it's just four characters and I can have Starkiller. It's not. It's eight characters because if you're going to invest all the Kairos into that, you're not going to have a busted Starkiller team. You got to have the Omicron on Marjade. You got to have the Omicron on Juhani. You got to have the Omicron, at least one Omicron in GAC. So you're actually looking at a farm of eight characters, 60 to 100 Omicrons, like a billion Chirotex. It's a huge investment, and that is not something you want to do right out of the gate. Right, and I think that goes back to one of the, the, the earlier questions that was asked, which is like, well, how do you find, you know, how do you decide what you're investing in? You know, Chirotex are, are your biggest bottleneck, and if you're going to get a team early that needs a lot of Chirotex, you're going to be behind. Right, like there's every team needs Chirotex, it seems in some way or another. But some teams need a shitload of Chirotex. Yeah, look and at you, not, Inquisitors. You don't, yeah, I mean, there's especially some of the newer stuff. You know, obviously the newer stuff is something you don't want to like rush into. But like, you you find value in in what is efficient, what is fun, and what will you know punch up. Yeah, and 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 also what overlaps that's that's what you know and you kind of for me i make i make a plan like how much am i going to do for here and here and here for the year and and you know sometimes you hit bottlenecks that you didn't expect but the ones you do expect are cairo techs yep All so right. i'm i'm going to jump in here second so somebody doesn't steal it from me uh, i'm going to say one of the worst things you can farm right out the gate is inquisitors oh and for yeah. a lot of the same reasons that you won't want to farm SK first, um, oh my gosh, the investment of Chirotex is just immense. How is it like twenty seven hundred or some ridiculous amount? Like what? What is it? It's, I don't it's even outrageous. know. It's a lot. You need a ton of Chirotex. Um, and, and we talked about, like you said, how do you choose or how do you derive value from teams? Do they punch up? Do Inquisitors punch up? Fuck no, they don't. They <laughs> a huge investment. Even at R7, they're still like not punching up. I think 
once you get GI, they they kind of hit at their weight class, and and obviously when you get Reva, they punch up. But like, this is an early game podcast. You're not gonna have Reva in the next no three years probably. I don't even know how long Minimum. it's gonna right. take you Minimum. to get Reva no, if you're that's just starting the, thing. the game right now. So until you get Reva, Inquisitors are garbage. Now now they do kind of hit the you know they hit their peak in in one aspect, which is. Are there game modes where you need them? Technically, mm. yes, but like, not any more than any other team, really. Um, you do need them in territory battles. You do need them to unlock Reva. You do need them for some assault battles. You need them in different places, but not, not desperately enough to make up for how expensive they are to farm. Right. The investment is too expensive for how crappy of a team they are. Um, now, they are accelerated now, so that's nice. And we did just get a bunch of free shards for them, but like, unless you're going after Reva, I just don't see the point in farming them in the first at least couple years that you're playing this game. So a little bit of reference: Star Killer takes 1,600 Kairos. Uh, the GI farm takes 2,000 Kairos. Wow. By comparison, Executor is 1,000. And SLKR oh is fourteen hundred. Yeah, I was about to say. That's, I think that's most than most than more, or more than most GLs. I think the only GL that might right. be more is um, Vader. Yeah, I was about to say Lord Vader. Vader and Jabba, maybe. I think Jabba needs like nineteen hundred, and Vader needs a shitload because Bad Batch and yeah, uh, yeah. So what, I, Kenobi's twenty three hundred. Lord Vader, well, Kenobi's twenty three hundred. Jabba is 2,900, and Lord Vader is 3,300. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think the next team, that, which I'll go into, is the Tuscans. The Tuscans <laughs> have got to be one of the dumbest farms you can start Wait, with. is anybody doing this? I, I have heard about a guy, I'm not going to call names, because I'm not I'm trying to be mean or anything, but I there's some people that are like, oh, Tuscan, I'm going to try a Tuscan start. It's wrong. You don't do that. They're looking and at Crate Raid. That's, I mean, that's what... It, it, yeah, oh you don't... That's, the, that's what I'm going to get to. It's Tuscans, okay, it says we're going to need them for Crate Raid. <sighs> Wonderful. Maybe we'll need a bunch of momentum um, for the next Conquest. It doesn't fucking matter. This is early on. You're not doing hard. Your Conquest isn't as crucial. Moment. Oh, my God. Don't farm Tuscans early. There's so many problems with Tuscans... That I it oh my god, <laughs> two of them are un, two of them are unaccelerated right now, right? The, they don't go anywhere. They're just Tuscans. Two of them are needed for two separate GLs. One of them's not needed for a goddamn thing. <laughs> and if you're gonna invest in a team that goes not only nowhere but nowhere in multiple directions, why? <laughs> what the fuck? At this point, I'm saying. You should almost farm. God, God forgive me. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, it, man. You might think of farming some other kind of thing, (laughs) bird related, (laughs) instead of these sand dune bastards that they don't go nowhere. All right? I'm just, I'm not a fan of this. I think Tuscans could be fun. I'm not even trying to hate on the team. I'm not trying to say, oh, this is going to be shit. They're shit teams. I don't know nothing about the Tuscans because 
<laughs> I'm not fucking farming them. They don't go anywhere right now. Maybe they're going to be needed for something later. Cool. At this point in the game, if you're farming Tuscans early, you're basically you know, saying, I want this account to fail. Okay, I think we can wrap that because nobody is doing that. I think it's fucking hilarious that Min is triggered <laughs> out of his mind by something that nobody is doing. You want to know who's doing. doing it? And you can cut it out. Alex RG is doing it. <laughs> So mine, I don't have a specific team, but I think the um, the quote unquote team that I'm gonna say makes the makes the most sense, and it's any team that is newly released, any team, and I may be more specific, any team that does not have accelerated drops. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Early on, you are just trying to get functioning teams as fast as possible so that you can do GAC, you can do Territory Wars. If you had joined the game a year ago when Inquisitors were first getting released, even more so than the reasons that Fear has already mentioned, why not to farm Inquisitors? Inquisitors would have literally taken you twice as long to get because they weren't accelerated. So Yeah, you definitely don't want to ru- rush into the new shit. Any, just just it, because it, it's new, new and shiny and all the YouTubers are saying this is the greatest team ever... Don't farm the newest team because the unaccelerated rate is going to kill you. Ask anybody who's farming Admiral Raddus for profundity right now. Ask me who oh farmed all four Star Killer wrecks as they were unaccelerated and it was painful and it sucked. I did it with Bad Batch. It's horrible. I did it with Bad Batch and then I bought the 5,000 crystal pack when Tech was like 14 out of 100 and guess who I fucking got. <laughs> you heard it first everybody. Scurvy is saying that Cal Kestis is a terrible character and you shouldn't farm him ever. You have heard Scurvy. It. You can quote me on that. <laughs> the Don has told you. But just you. do not do not just because they're the... I mean, don't get me wrong. Play the game how you want to play the game. If Cal Kestis is your favorite Star Wars character ever, go farm Cal Kestis. But just know that he's going to take you twice as long as any other normal character you would have. And you're not going to get the return on investment. This game is all about trying... You're never going to catch up. But this game is all about trying to get relevant as fast as possible. And farming accelerated tunes and to, and teams that have high return on investment is the name of the game. You can do a lot more with other stuff than you can with the new stuff. Correct. That actually brings up a good point that we haven't really addressed and we didn't address it as much when we maybe we should have earlier when we asked about like giving relevance to like why we're choosing certain things. Like there's a certain number of characters in the game, right? You play long enough, you're probably going to get most of them, so we're trying to help you do it in an efficient way. And farming brand new characters that aren't accelerated yet when you can wait a year and farm them accelerated is not an efficient play. Unless they somehow give enough value to farming them early, like Jawbook potentially could, you know, that sort of thing. It's just not worth it. Just wait until they're accelerated. And, and, you know, there's lots of different schools of thought of what you should farm first. Everybody has their own opinion. But when we're giving guides like this, I think what we're trying to do is just help you be as efficient as possible to get the most rewards out of the same amount of time. Um, yep. yeah. And that, that pretty much lines up exactly with what Scurvy just said, which is it's not efficient to farm brand new characters who aren't accelerated. What's funny is um, my answer to this question directly conflicts with my first GL that I think you should farm. Because there are currently three unaccelerated characters that are a part of that farm, <laughs> but I think we can all uh, we all know that I'm I'm we're I'm by the time if you're listening to this podcast now by the time you get to the four million mark, which is where I think you should really be like like in the dead heat of your GL farm. 
hopefully those tunes will be accelerated. Oh yeah. If well, you're, also, if you're starting exception. right now and you're going to get to four million, yes, they will definitely be accelerated <laughs> by then. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're well, a whale, also in which case, do whatever huge, you want. Huge return on investments where he's like the exception to the rule, right? Like. Jabba's one of those, it's like, okay, well, maybe this is worth the early yeah. run, but, like, you still want a core. You still want to be able to play the game in all the other modes, you know? If you don't have some core teams, you know, Fieras had the problem of he'd be built for C, and he had a lot of offense, and he had, like, no defense. So he struggled in that aspect. So this is kind of more like trying to get you into a well-rounded spot to where you don't feel like, I don't have enough to do stuff. Yeah. Also, you should never feel discouraged or like you fucked up enough that you need to start over. Because the cool thing about this game is the more terrible choices you make, the more likely they are to pan out later because CG is going to make those characters part of some <laughs> other new cool character. Oh, yeah. Like, why the fuck did you farm Cup? Oh, Cup is now a requirement for the new GL that's coming out. Okay. <laughs> So no matter how much you think you fucked up, all you have really done is cost yourself time. Um, there's nothing yeah. that's irreversible or you can't come back from. There's only things that are going to delay the effectiveness of your account. Right. And even like Fleet Shard, it's like as long as you go for Executor or Profundity, you know, at some point, you can climb back up to the top. You can, you know, you can fix things. You don't have to, oh, I missed three days of this farm. Fuck, I got to restart this game, Story. Um <laughs> <laughs> you can just you can just continue on because this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're not getting anywhere anytime soon. You gotta you gotta enjoy the the journey because the journey is never ending. Yeah, forever. You'll be doing it forever. Forever. Even if you quit, we've talked about this before. People will show up. Why aren't you farming rods? All right. Well, well I think we have one more question. Um, oh, we do. Yeah, we do. We have one more question, and it is from. <laughs> The eggplant man himself, one lab monkey. Oh, um, hello, lab monkey. <laughs> so his question, it's it, his question is is the hardest one out of all of them so far, I think, and it's actually a really good question, which I wasn't expecting from said lab monkey. Um, so his question is: Outside <laughs> of farming Phoenix, what do you think is the single worst piece of advice that is old school? This is the way that things have been done before. That still gets passed around to new players today. Oh wow! And it's like that's actually a really good question, and I've kind of I've been thinking about it the entire podcast, and I've really been struggling. I think I have an I think, answer. Um, I think we've all been thinking about it because one thing I think we all kind of agree on is some of the experienced players, especially in the Senate, uh, they don't really give a lot of bad or outdated advice. They're I've never really felt like I was like, I don't think he knows what he's fucking talking about to any of them, you know? Um, so it's hard to find, like, the things that are, are common in what they say to do, like Phoenix. If people are still recommending Phoenix, obviously that's that's retarded. So we're, we're going to continue to, like, try to find those things. What else could be there that is, is given bad advice? What did you, you said you had So I think I have something that I've, I've I come across about 30 minutes ago. It popped in my head. Um, and this is mainly aimed towards those content recre content creators that um are talking about like your early game farming guides and whatnot and that is the fact that they think you should try to get into guilds 
to backpack. I mean, that's our whole shtick in this podcast is the backpack Yoda. And there's a, there is a common theme amongst YouTube content creators that you can get into a guild that is way above your level and just have them carry you through the entire game almost. Um, I think that's a horrible piece of advice. I think that detracts from the early part of the game for you as a, as a character. I think that it disservices that guild. I think that it ill prepares you for the later part of the game. And I think that doing it the way that, and I'm not saying that everybody can do it this way, but doing it the way that us four kind of did it, which is get into an early guild that's a new guild. It's just starting out and kind of help that guild build. Now, I'm not saying you have to stay with that guild. We were all fortunate enough to get into a very good guild, into a great alliance. But I'm not saying you have to stay with that early game guild, but get into a guild, do the early game stuff, and then... If you've outgrown your guild, maybe your guild's logging behind, then go put your put your profile into... Come to the Senate. Yeah, come to the Senate. Put your profile into a recruiting Discord server yeah. and get to a better guild. But do not think that just because you're watching some guy's farming guide on YouTube that you deserve to be into a guild that is better than your account. So, Scurvy, I, I have to interject here and say you stole my idea because that was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> but um, I actually wanted to add one little last thing to it, which is now more than ever, you're kind of potentially screwing yourself by doing that because you're missing out on DSGO or some of the other events that potentially would have gotten you watch shards and other things you could have gotten you know, six months ago if you would have done this. Before Rote came out, you would you could have joined a 400 million GP guild and still gotten your watch shards. In fact, you would have gotten a ton of them probably. But mm-hmm, now, like mm-hmm. you're almost shooting yourself in the foot by going too big too quickly because you're missing out on some of the content that you still need to progress your account. So exactly. now more yep, than yep. ever, I would say that's outdated advice. It no longer um, it no longer really suits your purposes unless you're looking to you know. Um, get like this timeshare in florida situation for seven months where you go dsgo so yeah yeah um i think mine yeah i think mine is that for whatever reason this is not an isolated thing people i don't know if they just like to show off their accounts on like youtube videos but it's even on like other podcasts like the advice given is that you need to have like a three to five year plan for your account and that is like the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing. Like, no plan survives contact with the enemy, and the enemy is the road ahead. So, whatever plan you have for your account, you can. I mean, it's good to have a plan. You should have a plan. But mm. the next time the road ahead comes, your plan is going to change, and yeah, it yeah, should. Your plan will change uh, you, all the time. Yeah, you, that's part of the fun. Yeah, you want to have like, okay, <laughs> here's like the next couple teams on my radar, and it's building towards this. You don't want to be mm. like. Okay, here's what I'm doing two years from now. Here's what I'm doing three years from now. Like you're just wasting yeah. your time. Don't. That's don't why do it's that. so ridiculous that some of these farming guides are like, "Here's your three-year plan." It's like in six months, this is obsolete. Why? Are, that's why we're trying to limit ourselves to like nine months to a year at a time because by the time you listen to this, there could be another road road ahead out, and what we just said is totally worthless. All the raids are going to change soon. They could change the entire freaking game. Yeah, think you about know, it, this that, year compared to last year. So this time last year, yeah. there was no RO, there was no Rise of the Empire TB. Java wasn't even announced. 
uh, raids were still, you know, raids are about to change. So nobody knew about Riva. GI hadn't even showed up at this time last year. Yeah. So the game changes constantly. You you have to adapt to it. You can't it, think you're going to have a, a five year plan and stick to it. It's just a complete waste of time. You're going to adjust. If you have a three-year plan and you think you're going to hit it, you're not. That's that, that would be terrible. Yeah, I plan to get gas about a year and a half ago. So Yeah, how's right, that going? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's not he's going on his 18-year well. plan at this point. <laughs> my, pl- um, my plan right now is to get Java and then continue to just insert more teams before gas <laughs> after that. Right. Um, I, I, so my thing is, is, is to answer Lab's question... Um, it's not so much the advice and as far as building your teams and and what they do and how they how they work that they uh, that I think is bad advice because I don't really think I've ever gotten bad advice from these guys. Like I said, I, re- I really respect their advice, um, but I do see some people that don't remember what it's like to play with lower quality teams. Yes, right? yes, yep. yes, yes. So it's like. It's like you should be doing it this way. Okay, you do it that way because all your shit's relic eight yeah. or seven or whatever it is, and you got this badass fleet and you know how it works on your level. And they forget that that bronzium's not Kyber, right? Yeah, I maybe I should be using uh, the geos a different way with my houndstooth because maybe I should be using the reinforcement to get for spy to get taunt. But it didn't work out for me, so instead I used the the um, the, the vulture droid so that I could apply. Healing immunity and, and blah, 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 blah. You know, just your stuff is going to be a little different on the early game. Um, uh, late game and mid game are completely different from early game. And, and when we say early game, it's hard to define, right? I think some people have asked before, what do you think early game is? Less than 4 million. Less than 4 million, right? I, I think early game is, is before you get to proving grounds, right? Well, what's late game? Late game's inaccessible. Don't think about it right now. Yeah. You're not getting there, and that's not the plan. The plan is to, is to get from early game to mid game, and then you're mid game, and like you're gonna be able to do things, you know, in, in different ways as your teams evolve. But early on, there's a lot of advice that's given that's like, oh, well, you're supposed to play it like this. Okay, I gotta think outside the box because my t- my shit is garbage. I think the okay? best example of that is when you see people post in like some of the conquest help channels, and they're like, "Oh, I got t- I got max box easy with this team," and you look at it and it's like these fucking four characters you're never gonna fucking have in the <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Like you just need relic cup and relic ugnot, no problems. It's Ten stars. No easy. problem. <laughs> And I'm just like, and, and I, okay, but what about for somebody who doesn't have random fucking shit? How do I get? The, how do I get even like the eighth box on this one? You know what the worst is is when they say, "Oh, just use C," and it's like, okay, but what monster has C? <laughs> have you not listened to the podcast? This is Nobody ridiculous. Has C. Nobody has. C. I this do is an feel outrage. like a monster sometimes. You know? Yeah, you freak. You got C. That's that's. The, Oh man! I have you know it's bad enough accounts. that Darth Venom doesn't have characters, but then you have character. Wait, I have characters. I just have other ones. What, yeah, but he has the, the right worst ones. character. It's just a shame. No, the worst character. Well, you know, C's pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, no, but if you think about the base level of this question, which is, what is the worst advice that people are still giving to new players now? that no longer applies isn't that like the whole fucking point of our podcast is to help new players avoid bad fucking advice in fact (laughs) isn't our intro say 
Four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars of Galaxy of Heroes account. We only care about two <laughs> things. Helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice. <laughs> right. And mocking the ever back, ever-growing backpack Yoda culture, obviously. But I, I think like this, this it, it, it's funny to me that we had such a hard time answering this question because this this question literally defines our podcast. Like this is the whole point mm-hmm. of our podcast. So that that really right. got me thinking about this question. Um, and for me, uh, you know, I already I already told you my my uh, my real answer was kind of the same along the lines of what Scurvy said. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little bit more of a humorous question, which is. Uh, the advice that I still see out there, because there are still Ryloth screenshots that tell you that you need more potency on Poggle. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just like to, oh, to let you know that you don't need pot- potency on Poggle. I mean, I guess there's this offshoot case where what happens if you don't have Soldier? <laughs> or what if Soldier gets killed? Then what? Yeah, well, you're pretty much fucked if Soldier dies or if you don't have Soldier yeah, right. anyway. But like in that, you don't need you don't need potency on Poggle, okay? Because he gets... You Free get more value with down. other stats. Yeah. But anyhow, I just I I really like that question. I think um thank you for that lab and I just feel like it really got us thinking and it got me thinking really deeply about like if we can't answer this question, what the fuck are we doing? Cuz yeah. that's well, the whole reason we're here is to try and find <laughs> things that other people are telling new players to do that we disagree with. One in particular we've pointed out several times, but um yeah, I feel like we need to think on that a lot more deeply because that really defines who we are and what no, we're we trying don't. to do. So, Ferris, you skipped <laughs> over the first part of the intro, which is we're four unqualified nobodies. So this is completely <laughs> on brand for us. <laughs> great question, it's okay Lab. To Anyways, be better, it is. Though, right? It's a great question, and it's like it got us thinking. But like, you know, the thing is, the Senate. We're we've been in the Senate like the whole time, and it's like it's like a. a a cosmopolitan of great advice. Yeah, that's right? just, that is the thing right there. We have a we have this community where GC comes out and I wake up at six in the morning and I'm like groggy and going to do whatever the fuck I do and I already see GC uh, uh, lit up on the on the uh, channels and it's people like this is how I did it this is how I did it this is how I did it yeah sometimes they're crazy ass fucking teams but man. I got tier nine crate today instead of tier eight just because somebody's like, oh, do this thing. You know, there's so much good advice, and the people in the Senate are so helpful. We got people that make fucking bots in the Senate that, like, yep. have changed how I, I do territory war. Malevolence um, made the, the Malbot, and, like, I can TW ineligible, and I'm like, fucking, hey, look at this. I, These are the people I that just saw TW ineligible recently, and I was like, that is fucking amazing. That's doing all the hard work for us. Yeah, I used to have to go log in and do all this stuff. He does it all. This guy made this bot. Omega makes a bot. Dude, the, 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 scout the Senate GAC bot is made bot by VQ. That Omega made. The Dude, Omega bot that does the, the Scout GAC is amazing. We have the best community ever, and we have just such a good. It's not just because we like these people. It's everybody's trying like to it. contribute to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah <fuck laughs> it, <bro. laughs> <laughs> fucking trash. Um, but everybody's trying to contribute to everyone growing. You know, it's it's such a good community for for the game, and I think it's what keeps a lot of us playing. Yeah. It, the, first of all, join the Senate. The Senate Discord. Hands down. Find your yeah, find your forever guild. Twenty. How many guilds? Twenty six guilds. Twenty five right now. Okay. Twenty five guilds. Yep. For now. Tell them. Yep. Tell them. Ilum sent you. 
Uh, yeah. Tell him, yeah. <laughs> tell him Narshada sent you. But uh, yeah, I mean the Senate is so cool. Like even uh, I, there's no like forced movement between guilds, but like we we've like loaned people up to do, get watch shards and stuff like that if we had open spots. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a I mean, you cannot it's go wrong good with the community. Yeah. And every, that's the thing. It's like, you can be joined, you can be a member of our newest guild, which is Coral. Um, Coral. And Coral. you can have a member of our highest level guild, Mandalore, who is, a, who is a top level guild in the game, giving you advice like, like your friends. Like, I mean, they have no problem giving you advice on GCs, on Conquest, on GAC. All the time. They'll stream with you. I mean, you just post a request. Hey, I'd like somebody to stream with me, and somebody is going to stream with you. It There's experience from all over, and they are great. And and we wouldn't be as good of players and as bad of players as I am, as we are today, <laughs> without without the help of these fellas. You know? I mean, it's it's really it's it's great. It, like like Scurvy says, they never they're never like oh, they, they don't feel better than you. They're always willing to help. There's always somebody out there that will be there to help you. If we want um, any chance of getting to the top ten, we got to move to uh, the next segment here. Okay, all right. Oh, oh okay. So, so the next segment. Yeah, you know what time it is, right? Everybody's favorite. Backpack everybody's Yoda. Favorite. Everybody's, everybody's favorite. favorite. Hey, everybody's but, favorite segment. Bottom of the backpack. I am so I'm okay. So I'm running bottom of the backpack today. So we're about to get into some fun posts. And are just people that are You know what though? I I think do we have enough time cuz it's it's getting kind of late. Maybe we should do the top 10 uh hottest first. No, right? we're yeah, not going to we Wait, hold on. Man <laughs> man, be, be honest. So you volunteered to host this. Did you only volunteer to host Bottom of the Backpack so that you could try to change the order and get the top ten in? Yeah, I just feel like it's an important segment <laughs> that there's some people asking for it. And you, listen, it, I think I, should we do it first? Do we have time? Do we have time? Anyways, for all of I just ran the numbers. As long as this segment doesn't go significantly over, we'll have time. Bottom okay. of the backpack, okay. this is real posts from around the community from players looking for a guild. They are not made up, though you may think they are. Right, right. These are some special fellas, right? And we're going to kind of play it in the same way. Uh, you know, we're going to mix it up a little bit, but we're going to just read this post, okay? We're going to go with this guy. We're going to start with his competitive player, as he calls himself. Hello, competitive player. Uh, competitive player looking for a guild, ideally with around 180 plus million GP. Organized GOTBs and TW. He plays every day. He's got 600 tickets easily. Oh, so he plays the game. He plays so he the clicks, game. He uh, clicks energy refresh. Yeah, yeah he, he, he does. He plays it, right? Full participation in evens. I know you're thinking, don't you you mean events? No, it's evens. Evens. Full participation in evens, and I can pay attention on Discord, which, I mean, to be honest, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. Maybe, yeah. And then anyway, Geos are almost done for what? All seven star, just need to level a gear a bit. My plan for the account is to rush exec, and I can build them team on the side, blah, blah, blah. Reason for leaving current guild is it isn't organized. Too casual. What do you think this fella is adding GP? He wants 180 million GP. Uh, honestly, okay. that's pretty reserved. Like 180 million GP, that's not bad, that's right? Not bad. not bad. But that means his account's really bad. 
So uh, 180 million. Um, so that puts us at what? That's like three three point six. Three point six million. Three point six, huh? Yeah, three point six. <laughs> and he says he's got the geos ready. Almost, right? Almost. Almost. <laughs> See, let, let, let's just let's just be clear on what he says because it says. Geos are almost done for what? All seven stars just need to level and gear a bit. Wait, right. level so and what gear? GP is this? Level and So that means gear. they're seven star level one gear one. Oh, that, it, you know, some things, but let's just say, <laughs> what What GP is this fella? What are his Geo notions? I'm going to say uh, he is 750,000. <laughs> I think he has... Three out of the five geos at seven star, maybe like gear seven, gear eight. I think he okay. does have. I think he does have GBA at seven star, but it's like he just got GBA seven star. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say he's a little bit bigger than that. He's like uh, 1.5 million. Okay. And okay. I mean, he already said he has all the geos at seven stars, so I don't think I can say he has less than that unless he was just outright lying. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll say we'll none of those none guys. of them are even <laughs> G12 probably. Okay. What about you, Venom? How do you think this um, this fella with his quality um, geos ranks? Well, how does he look? I, I was thinking at it like at the bare minimum. To even consider this should be three million, right? Like, mm. uh, right? Three million? Yeah. At least, you know, it's it's one thing to punch up a little. Say, oh, I'm just trying to get a little bit higher. Yeah, maybe you're above the, you're you're below the average. But every guild, you know, is looking for. They they might let you in. You know, you're close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe he farmed inquisitors or something. <laughs> uh, so I was gonna cut that in half and say 1.5, but Fieris took it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the price is right answer and say one million or one point five million and one dollar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Ferris. And show me the GP. I fucking it's... hate you. <laughs> Darth Venom is the winner. <laughs> I don't know the song. All right, so this guy is one point five nine. Okay. Oh, man. Nowhere near the 300, you know, or no, nowhere near the three point something. And, and you know what? He doesn't have, I'll say he does have a couple good things real quick. All right, he has Relic Boss, Darth Vader. So this is pretty good ones. Also Boba Fett, which is weird. And he's got number one in Fleet. All right. But let's talk about them Geos. Okay. Let's just, let's just talk about them seven star Geos. They're all seven star. He's not a liar. We'll get to the liars later, but they're all seven star. But none of them are 85. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> not a single one of them is level 85. 82, 75, 77, 75, and 75. They're not far away, but let me tell you what the difference between 75 and seven, and, and 85 is. It's exactly the same amount as 1 to 75. <laughs> it's like another 1.6 or 2 million fucking credits. He's got a ways to go. They're not geared up super high. Uh, I'm not going to click on every one of them. Gear, you know, they, they're purple, but they're little purple. Little um, purple. They're not looking good. There's no Zeta on GBA. This guy's not what ready. He's got a little bit ways to go. He's trying to punch up, which is garbage. And, you know, he's at least he's got number one in fleet shard. So I, I think he's trying, but, uh, you know, trying in, the, in a way that doesn't make sense. 
Right. You need to you need to start looking for a guild that's around 100 mil. Yeah, yeah, you know, punch straight or something. Punch, you know, punch just, straight. Let's go for what you need, you know. So I I um, have to ask because this is one of the things I look at because I think it's hilarious. What place is he in in his current guild? Please tell me it's at least bottom five. Oh man, let's take a gander. Also, um, I want my showcase showdown. So. Oh. Showcase showdown. What do you think? What yeah, do you think you I, won? Was it a electric moped? Was it a? It might be. <laughs> da, 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 it might be a brand new refrigerator. Oh, those are the worst. All right. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> he is the absolute number fifty. He's the bottom. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely yeah. at the bottom, and he's looking to shoot even. And higher. he probably <laughs> told his guild that he wants to be the small fish in a big pond. Some crap like that, you know. <laughs> when he I was want to already be the, the small in the fish guild. in the big pond. Exactly. We've got a few of those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go to the next piece in this bottom of the backpack. This is what I would call a liar. Ooh. Some people post things and they're like, like, are you able to? Like, we can look at your fucking account. But he says, I currently get 28 stars for DSGO, 15 stars for Rote. Looking oh. for similar rewards? He gets it. I've got Executor, CLS team with Chupio Datacron, almost completed. Maybe in a week or two, Max. I don't know. Wait, he used ta- what, he's um, touting Datacrons as a seller for his account? Yeah, he's got the Chupio Datacron, which, I mean, um, if you don't even have the team ready yet, then what does that matter? Because he says it'll be ready in a week or two. I don't even he's care. For... Give me anything besides I get 600 tickets a day. I don't care if it's a Datacron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's credit heist results. Give me something besides tickets. So the guy says he gets 28 stars for DSGO, which I think that's a pretty good amount of stars that you're already getting. Yeah, that's a lot. Right? And 15 stars in rote. That's not bad. That's not bad considering this fella. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this fella, and then we're going we're gonna to see how – and I'm going to tell you why he's a liar. So what GP do you think old – all uh, 15 stars in row, 28 in DSGO is. What GP is he? Well, like that's 2.1. I don't, I don't mm. know that we have like a baseline on this. H- how I many mean, stars? Well, he says he gets 15 stars so in row. How many we stars seven, are we at, Nilum? We get 17 stars, and we're 250. Yeah. So to get, so if fi- he's getting 15 stars, if yeah, he's okay. getting 15 stars, he's got to be in a right around, probably a 200, maybe 220 mil guild. Mm-hmm. If they're good, and he's probably not. Worth half, which would be 4.4 mil. <laughs> so he's below 4.4 mil, probably about half of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make Darth Venom pick first this time because fuck you, Darth Venom. Uh, and if you do two wow, point, okay. if you do two point one, kind of brutal. And one, I'll be real mad. Uh, so Darth Venom, give me your bottom of the backpack. Price is right. Does have to go next. Uh, I do. I mean, He's okay. I will take one GP. What the fuck? <laughs> Can't All be right. wrong. And scurvy was two point two million. Was that right? Two point one. I take two point one and one dollar. I knew you were gonna fucking do that. <laughs> All right. Welcome down to the prices. Right. Let's take a look at this fella who's two point five million GP. <laughs> so Fieris is the winner. 
But let's talk a little bit deeper about this guy. He says he gets 15 stars and wrote, I called him a liar. Why did I call him that? Because the guild he's in is 157 million GP, and they can't <laughs> do road. <laughs> you are a liar! You are telling me that you get stars in a phantom guild? That what, what the fuck? You are lying to me. This is the first... You know, I can take some people that think that they're better than they are. I punch you up. Okay, you're just trying to, you know... You, everybody's going to have some confidence. But if you lie... You lied to me? <laughs> nope. Sorry. I'm not going to look at you. But aside from that, this liar has a pretty good account. He's got a <laughs> 2.5 million. He's got an executor. He's got a few things. But why lie? But why lie? <laughs> but why lie? But why lie, man? He's, he's got a CLS team. You know, he's, he doesn't have a bad account. If he would look for the things that, that would fit him, he could probably get a guild that he could quote unquote punch up you know he could do a little better so anyway guy's a liar don't know why you gotta lie doesn't make sense to me scum of the earth that's weird but liars are gross you don't you don't even play rote you don't even know what it looks like name a planet stupid so (laughs) what do you think is worse liars or cheaters i mean Um, i feel like cheaters are liars so man (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like two sides of the shit coin. Liars right? don't take my number one spot in Fleet Arena. Right, right. Cheaters actually take something from you. Liars just make themselves look like fools. Um, but fuck liars, fuck cheaters. You guys suck ball sacks. Go away. So we're going to go to the next fella on bottom of the backpack. I had a whole list of like 10 of these. We're just going to do a couple more because it's getting kind of late and we got to get to the list. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we got to get to the top 10. Pick a couple of the best ones from the list. Hi, I'm old player. <laughs> I'm old player. <laughs> Hello? I'm old player, but haven't played in a little over a year, I think. <laughs> he thinks? <laughs> I think, but I'm coming back and I'm active. Now I'm 2.3 million GP going for best Garmando next, because obviously that's the popular shit right now. Everybody likes it. Oh, yeah. You know? Welcome back to the um, game, old player. All right. Welcome back to the game. Next, I have some solid squads and GK fleet. Looking for a guild that does a little bit of everything with active players and preferably at least 200 million GP. I can be of use and I donate gear. Thanks. So I already kind of said his GP, right? So we're not going to guess his GP. Let's just talk about... He says he's 2.3 million, wants a 200 million, so he obviously thinks he punches up. What are some what are some of the teams that this guy has? You know, let's let's say you're 2.3 million looking for a guild that's 200 million, which is twice as cheap. big as you should be looking for. Right. What do you think that this guy should have, and what do you think he does? Have? I want to I want to do I want to put all my money on one one thing. All right. He has a gear 12 T3. <laughs> wow. Man, what a dark choice. So I was gonna Gear say 12 he has T3. like he has like a relic. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he has like four relic total. Four relics total. One of them he has mm-hmm. a relic crew. One of them he is okay. he has a he has a relic fives. He has a relic Ahsoka, and he has an, a relic mace. I don't know. I. Crew is really the one character because everybody seems to have a relic crew, but the mm-hmm. other—I want to say he has four relic characters. None of them go together, and he's 
well, you, said, you already said he was, what, two point whatever million? Yeah, 2.3. Yeah. You know? yeah that was... and, and just as an additional question to y'all, what kind of guild is he already in? You know, so, what do you think that he, he's looking for a 200 million GP? I'm going to say he has no Galactic Legends, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he's not Geo ready. Nope. Okay. And I'm going to say he's bottom three in whatever guild he's in. 170. Ooh, bottom million. three, huh? It just seems like every bad account has a relic crew. So I'm going to tell you who wins this one based off of, you know, numbers that don't matter because this is just like who's line. You know, it oh, doesn't Great show, matter. by the way. The winner is Fieras uh. because he's not just the bottom three, he's the bottom two. He doesn't have a Galactic Legend. He's not Geo-ready. He does have the Zeta on GBA, but the other Geonosians are all gear six or some shit. Seven, maybe. I don't know. They're garbage. Uh, he wasted plenty of gear. He does have some Relic tunes. He's not as bad as y'all maybe expected. He's got gas. <laughs> Fuck you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, dang. Some that's people bad. don't have gas. Some people, you know. So he's probably got <laughs> decent droids then, too. Mm-hmm. Decent droids, but that's the end of it. Um, he's got a relic Vader. Okay, so he, he doesn't have like if he was looking for for something that was in his range, it wouldn't be terrible. But he's looking for 200 million GP plus. He doesn't even get top 100 in his fucking fleet. Okay, Ooh, with his yeah. seven star negotiator, you're looking for 200 million plus. There's something we never really talk about, and we don't really like judge people specifically on this, but. Fleet Arena is one of those things where if you're not doing well in it, we know you're not going to be progressing fast. Oh, so he he said he was an old account. So, yeah, he has an account. that's So his entire fleet shard is probably probably executors and profundities. And he's got to – he can't do anything because he doesn't have anything. And the reason I brought this guy up specifically is not because he's got such a terrible account or anything, but because he's looking for 200 million GP plus. His current guild – is 253 million. How much more do you want? Wait. You're already getting so much more than you deserve. Well, I'm you know, so there's confused. always room for improvement. He's only second to last worst. He wants to be second worse. Second to last. <laughs> Small fish. I mean, big that's pond. the crazy fish, thing, man. Is like, you're sitting, yeah, you're sitting here trying to, I want to punch you up. Man, good grief. You know? But. Um, what level is his? What gear level is his T3? Uh, what gear level is his T3? It's you know, not that's gear 12, question. I'll tell you that much. It's not gear 12. That's why you didn't win, because if that was the fact, you would have won. Yeah, he's gear... I don't fucking know, 7, 8. Oh, he's purple. come on, man. Yep, yep. Sorry, buddy. You didn't win that one. Alrighty. So we're going to do one more so that we have plenty of time for uh, the top 10, because we all want that. <laughs> All right, we got one more fella. He is, uh, let's see, which one do I want to do? Do I want to do that one or do I want to do this one? This is a hard one, you know, because I got to pick the top stupid. Um, uh, you know what? I like this one better because of ha- what he says. So let's let's pull up his account. Uh, is this a is this a wholesome one or a oh god? It's- oh no, I don't do wholesome. <laughs> I'm, just people. I'm just here to make people feel bad. Hi. I'm 800k GP. I already have my first Relic 4 core teams pushing for Slicker. Why Relic 4? I don't know four? what that means. What? He has I, yeah. Relic 4 core teams? <laughs> What's crazy? Okay, just to be clear, he does not have a single Relic 4 character. <laughs> what? 
What? Wait. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Relic for core teams pushing for Slicker. Starting the Relic FO characters looking for a guild that's doing DSGOTB and punches up <laughs> TW. Of course. I picked this guy because he specifically said punches up, but everything else made me smile too because he does not have a Relic 4 character. I guess he's trying to I've say already... he has the teams that are that he would consider the four core teams that he would want to Relic, maybe? So let's talk about that. <laughs> because I've already kind of given this Is this GP someone that just again. doesn't know how to use commas? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe. It's, but there's commas in here. There's commas and periods, so he, he thinks he knows how. Anyway, so I, I, aside from the fact that he has no Relic 4s, I want to point out some other things that are fun about this account, Okay. So I've already told you the GP. He does have a relic three, Darth Vader. Can can we make relic... can we make some predictions again? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Make some predictions on the audacity of this account because it's just ridiculous. I I don't know that I I want to start. I don't I don't. Really know. <laughs> you asked to make predictions and you have not. Okay, so ready. You said you said he has a, a relic Darth Vader. He has a relic Darth Vader. That's all I've revealed, right? And he's starting to relic first order characters, so he has a, at least one. I'm guessing. He's starting no, no, to no, relic no. first order characters. That just means he characters. may have a gear twelve, like plus three. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna go with my go-to, <laughs> which is he's definitely not geo ready. Um, okay. I would guess. I don't even know. I bet you he doesn't even have the geo seven stars. Okay. I would guess he has. All of the Phoenix seven star. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Every single one, all five of them. Okay, I'm I'm looking right Wait, quick six, to, to confirm. Six. Sorry, all all six of them. I mean. Oh man. And what else? What do I want to fucking throw in there? He also has something fucking random, like I don't know. Um. Well, he has a 12 star or 12 a gear 12 moth gideon 12 star <laughs> okay okay so we got a 12 star moth gideon is always <laughs> okay gear 12 so, so you okay <laughs> there's there is no way he has man that's a bad motherfucking gideon holy That'd shit 12 stars <laughs> i bet he yeah, oh shit so, so okay so fieras's guess is um, uh, uh, not Relic Geos, he's got 7-star Phoenix, the, 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 uh, the Geos aren't even 7-star, and he's got a, he's got a 12-star Gideon. <laughs> what is your guess? <laughs> Alright, I'd like, what is I your guess, Venom? Okay. He has a 13-star Gideon. <laughs> okay, ridiculous, this is the price you is right all over again, good grief. <laughs> I got you, Fayaris, I got you! <laughs> okay, thirteen star Gideon for Darth Vader. What else? What else? You gotta, you gotta do more than that. Yeah, I got. I need more. I didn't get my showcase showdown after the last time I won. <laughs> this is the showcase showdown. God oh, damn it! Shit. This is the one. You gotta, you gotta compete with him. Scurvy's just gonna be the fun, fun one. But you two All are right. competing All right. now. He's made one. his competition. Go he has it. a level eighty-five Tebow. Ooh, okay. Okay. You got any more? Nope. All right. All right. Well, that's not true. Ah. So you lost. Um, but let's go now to Scurvy. 
What do you predict this fucking pile of mess has? Oh, God. Um, you can pick anything. What does he have? What doesn't he have? What does he think he has? Well, what I, kind I of think, stupid things I think has he the done? general consensus is he definitely doesn't have Geos. That's an obvious answer. Um, with a Relic mm-hmm. Vader, he at least has somewhat a good thought about him. But I don't think that was his first mm-hmm. Relic. Not that you can tell. I don't think that was... I think his <laughs> first Relic... I think I can. <laughs> I'm going to say his first relic, he maybe has a relic seven. Relic seven. A relic seven Hera. So so Min already said he doesn't have any relic fours, so we know that's not true. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely not it. Okay, well, Um, yeah, never mind. He lied and said he had a relic four, and there wasn't even one of those, so... Um, you could say Relic Hera, but okay. So, a Relic Hera, and what else has he got, Scurve? Oh, he did have Relic Hera. I wasn't expecting that to be right anyways. I'm just, oh, I'm saying, no, that's your guess. Okay. I haven't confirmed so, it. So, um, uh, a Relic Hera, so he has a Relic Vader. Um, I'm going to say he has enough Phoenix to have Thrawn, and that's all, that's, that's going to be my final answer. Okay, okay. So... Fieris nailed a lot of this again. He's the prediction master. You both are worthless. You really should never guess the amount of jelly beans in a jar. Um, you're really bad at this. Fieris fucking rocked it. All right. He doesn't have all the Geo Seven Star. He has a, he a has most... a tw- he has a twelve star Gideon. It's it, it's crazy. I know. I know. What but if you? Div- He's got six stars on this Gideon, and then there's another Gideon down here that's called Fieris' Gideon. Um, (laughs) No, the Gideon thing might have been wrong, but the the Geos are not ready for anything. They are six-star GBA. The rest are seven-star and not 85, 80 or less. Um, He doesn't have... He has one Relic First Order tune, so Fieris kind of guessed that at first as well, and it's um, Crew. Um, And Invader. What's crazy to me about this ca- account, right, is that he has a Relic 3, a Relic 2, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, level 85s. And the rest is less than, like, 80. Was I, right about, was I right about full 6, 7-star Phoenix? Oh, oh, yeah, that was the other thing. All 7-star Phoenix. Oh, my God. Right? But Hera is level 60. Oh. <laughs> Ezra is level 63. Chopper's 59. I mean, this is the crazy part. Thrawn's still five-star. So he does have Thrawn. Uh, he somehow... He does have I Thrawn. Yep. This guy is going for the shit that sucks, right? Fieris pretty much nailed this thing. Well, um, hold on. This account... F- uh, come on. Fieris's guesses are they don't have Geos and they do have Phoenix... How is that even a guess? How is that even a prediction? I said they had Thrawn. Hey, listen. This is the you way. That's, that's just what happens. Listen. I mean, you predicted a seven-star Tebow think, and you stopped. I think 12-star Gideon was a pretty out there guess, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was, a good segment, that that was, was a the good bottom segment. of the backpack. Applause to you. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's just about time to wrap this up with the final and the the the, the long-awaited top ten of Menalia's time that I'm looking at. Dude, I totally forgot daylight savings happened. Oh my! 
Wait. Uh, no, no, no. We we got we like time. It's, it's almost kind of. We're at almost three hours right now, dude. We have been recording. Scurvy's got to go to bed. Uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, Jeez. we got. It's uh, but it's it's not. It, I don't think it'll take. Min, you I took too long, long in your bottom of the backpacks. Man, you're gonna, uh, man, you're gonna spend fuck. 15 minutes talking about why Mara Jade. I knew, I think that's I our knew first if time. I did the bottom of the backpack that I would, I would take. Too, it's, I'm long windy. I think that's the <laughs> first know? time bottom of the backpack took 30 minutes. <laughs> God damn it! We budget like 15 I, minutes, so just double it anytime. We really we don't have time. We don't have time. Not this time. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll have to do it I next time for sure. Wanted... Next time for sure. Yeah. Oh man, you got a special guest. I don't in a know. Week. Don't we have a special guest in a week? Uh, in two weeks, but yes. So anyway, I guess maybe what you know. Fuck. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. I, I get. It is really late, man. So don't act like you put a lot of time into this list. Come on, you probably. I did put a lot of. Uh, this is this is an important list. I feel confident People that men this. put at least a solid twenty minutes into this list. <laughs> yeah, I last twenty minutes. <laughs> Talk about liars. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. I'm just saying. Uh, this is an important list. We need to. We need to. We, we need to make sure there's room next time. Next time somebody else is bottom of the backpack. Don't let me go on so long. And, and, and we'll I get think it, that's all right? Scur- I think Scurvy's probably going to be up next. All yeah. right. All right, Scurvy. I mean, we cut Zetas and Omicrons out of the show. We still didn't have time, so... I know. That's the thing. I thought we would have time because of that. Ugh, that's too bad. <laughs> all right. All right. Fuck, man. All right. All right. Well, next time on, on Hottest of the Hottest. Uh, so, we do have a couple no, official okay. things we we got to go through before we can leave, which is another reason Min can't get to his top ten list that he will probably never get to now. Because now it's just a meme you, at this you, We point. will get to it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you think I'm... All He's right. not going to give All up. All right, let's... I know. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Uh, first thing, as we uh, try to wrap this up so Scurvy can sleep, uh yeah so we've gotten so much support and feedback and listeners it's kind of insane uh so thank you to everybody that is listening we hit number 28 for all video game podcasts in canada which is weird i don't know why (laughs) they love us damn that's awesome hey i like you too hey is that a movie we're huge in canada (laughs) we love maple syrup here I, you know, I like Canadians. I got a guy. He's he's a Canadian, and I play games with him. So you know, it's like that Canadian token Canadian. Great job, Canada, 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 whatever you are, Canada. I like you. Yeah, I bet it's cold. Europe, Europe, close behind USA. I don't even think we're on the chart. They so you guys gotta. It's just too many assholes. Yeah, here, I guess. if I you're in know. the USA, you gotta show a little bit more love. Step it up, yo. Yeah, yeah step come it on. Up. And you know what? Shout out to the Ukraine, bro. We got one Ukraine, bro. We do. We have a listener from hey, man, dozens of countries, including one from Ukraine. Rock and roll, dude, man. I'm I'm glad we're reaching everyone around the world. It's awesome. And I think we'd be a, a, a miss not to ask for everybody to, on whatever platform you're listening to, to give us a uh, five-star rating, if you could. Seven star rating. Uh, seven star rating, <laughs> but also on. Um, if you get a seven star rating, you're you're really going above and beyond. Not twelve, you know. 
<laughs> well, you know, 12 is for Gideon. Gideon's a special character. We'll take a seven-star rating, you know. Even if it says, oh, five-star rating. Look, there's, there's two more stars you could put in but there. But if we could get seven a um, a five-star rating on Spotify. Seven-star. Uh, seven-star. And then a five-star rating on Apple Music. Seven-star. Um, <laughs> if, if you leave your rating on Apple Music with your ally code, we will attempt to do a roster review with your roster. Or roast. It may be a roast. Yep. I'm just saying, we don't, don't want to tell don't him it'll be a roast. It'll be thinking, a nice review, and then we'll just get into the roast. Yeah, I, just, I don't want you to come in thinking, oh, this guy's going to be nice. Look, if you got Phoenix, I'm going to It will be an out. honest review, including critical feedback. <laughs> yes, but it will be That's a right. bonus episode. So if you get a five-star review. Seven-star. So- <laughs> 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 Five star review. Seven. Star. <laughs> if you do a seven star review, that's right. They got it now. Figured it out. Twelve stars. If you're how many times you got to say something? Uh, on app specifically on Apple Music. Uh, right. Put your ally code and you know what your what your plan is or whatever. And there will be a bonus episode that we're just going to do roster reviews for anybody that does that. So yeah, yeah, that's how you can support. Also, just copy the link to the to the podcast and just spam it in your guild's Discord. They'll love it. Yeah, yeah. Just absolutely. put it in there yeah, like, they like they like twenty that. times. Who knows? Eventually, <laughs> one of you will end up spamming that to somebody who was featured in Bottom of the Backpack, and you'll never know. But then all of a sudden, they're going to be like, "Wait a minute, that's me." <laughs> that's me, son of a bitch. And then and then just join the Senate anyway because you're better off with us. What is our what is our poll going to be for this episode? Hmm, I got a poll for this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I think, I think the, get the serious, that. obvious answer would be the best first team to go for. Yeah, I mean, maybe like, you know, you know, do you want a JKR? Do you want to go for Geos? Do you think... Uh, do, or, or maybe the first best core team. Do you think that a, a good journey to go for as a legendary is... what? Is, what is that, you know, like... How about um, how long should we let someone stay as a host of the podcast who has not relicked Jedi Knight Ravon? Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, in the same vein, how long do we let somebody be a host of this podcast who doesn't have gas? Well, right, and 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 how long do you let you know somebody be in this podcast that uh, that doesn't have GI, which is all of us? Oh shit. Well, except for Fieras, except for since Fieras. I have all the power to I create don't... the poll, the poll is going to be: Will men ever get to host his top ten? Yes or no? It better be fucking yes. <laughs> so if you're listening on Spotify, <laughs> fill out the poll. Uh, the poll from last week: Which GL should you farm first? Uh, mm-hmm, it was a tie mm-hmm. between SLKR and Executor. Brilliant. Uh, well, old school was... train of thoughts, right there. Jabba was yeah. barely behind, and in last place, that only got one vote was Ray. Whose vote was Ray? That was, was literally <laughs> me. You know what? I just want to point out one thing, though. Venom said it's going to take about a year for people to catch up to this. I I was only kidding. He's ahead of it. I was shit. only kidding when I said it was you who voted it. It actually was. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's the only one that thinks he's right. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Technically, Ray won because I was the first vote, so Ray was a hundred percent. And if we just stopped the count right there, is that how voting works? <laughs> I, <a bit> <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. This is new to me. 
It's miraculous. Yeah. We just stop it whenever we're winning. Yeah, so SLK are an executor one, but I think there may have been some election rigging, and I'm going to look. Uh, I'm having my lawyers look into it. Again. What, Dominion fucking run the, the, the fucking phone? Come on. Man. Check everybody's phone. I think it was rigged. Here we it go. What rigged. is it? We're hanging Chad. Uh, you remember that one? Uh, <laughs> half, half our listeners don't. No. no. Oh, I no, know. No. I'm fucking old. All right. What else? I'm old and I want soup. Uh, yeah, um, if, if, yeah. you wanna, if you want to ask questions uh, or give questions or feedback or whatever, uh, join the Senate Discord. The Senate.discord.gg. Uh, there's a podcast mm-hmm. discussion section there. Yeah, just uh, when you join, kind of mention that you're looking for specifically Galaxy of Zeroes things, and maybe we can figure something out to get you to ping us. Um, but I'm around all the time. You know, we're all around all the time. So just pop in. We don't have say lives. Hello. So uh, the no. last thing that we wanted to say was uh, we wanted to give a shout-out. Um, I don't know if it's playing right now or if it's going to play in a, a minute or two, but uh, we have some outro music that we've been playing uh you probably hopefully recognize it it's from uh, it's it's a parody uh from bad lip reading which is freaking hilarious by the way if you haven't heard it hysterical they have a whole bunch of different things different genres all sorts of stuff Uh, you can check them out on youtube we just wanted to thank them um they're letting us use their music as our outro and so we wanted to give them a shout out for being cool cool dudes and cool people in general and they have great content, so check them out. And their music's badass too. Like it's it's parody stuff, but it's fucking good music. Thanks, yep. guys. It's great. Yeah, search. Yeah, they're awesome. Check them out. Yeah, search bad lip reading on YouTube, or there's a link in the description of this. And uh, as usual, you know, don't farm Phoenix. Farm good things. <laughs> there's bugs waiting for you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Final words. Let me check my notes. I feel like. Oh yeah, this is all scripted. So hold on. Let me let me pull up the script. Oh, a script! Oh shit, you guys got scripts! Also, we're going to have our first guest interview on the next episode, so make sure you check back in two weeks for that. But until then, uh, uh, friends, don't let friends farm Phoenix. Always be punching up. Yeah. Punch punch uppers yeah. unite. Punch uppers. <laughs> Someone's... That sounds like a drug. <laughs> Supper punchers. I'm going to get me some punch uppers. Well, someone spiked the punch in this community for sure. Someone spiked the damn Wampa Flakes. <laughs> oh my god! Those aren't Wampa Flakes, it's Crystal Med. Finally! That oh, explains wait. a lot. <laughs> no wonder I can't shut the fuck up. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. Run, run, run.